What is up, everybody? You're listening to Suds Buds, the show where good buds talk good suds with the wonderful workers of the beer industry. I'm your host, Eric Anderson, and with me, as always, this season, co-host of the show, Mr. Nate Uppadel. What's going on, dude? (laughs) Just another lovely day. I can tell by that energy. We're we're starting off strong. I love it, man. I'm feeling good, too. We listened to a little Rage Against the Machine earlier. We're raging, man. We're ready to fight the system with this podcast. Or or just fight our guest. (laughs) Dude, that sound you made, it reminds me of uh, that one episode of South Park. The mom, where she... she, I can't... You know what? Next time. Next time. (laughs) Well, maybe now is a good time to introduce our very special guest this evening. It's been a long time coming. I think 11 episodes, to be specific. Um, He is not a stranger to the show. You people listening, unless you're new just to the season, you may know him as my co-host of last season. Still a good friend of the show, still working with him, slinging brewskis like three nights a week. Weighing in at 22 stone, sopping wet, standing a stretched out six foot six with a reach of 95 IBU, entering the hexagon, Spider Mr. Dustin Stelton. I, uh, I really appreciate how you padded my stats there a little bit, you know? You're coming on real real good after that last camp. Yeah, yeah, dude. Looking... American top teams got you got you looking good, looking fit. Yeah, I gained 13 inches in height. It's been nice. I had a, I had a, I had a 26-year coming growth spurt. So that was nice. I appreciate that. Thank you. The second one always gets you, you know? Yeah, dude. I don't fit in any of my clothes anymore, which is frustrating. <laughs> oh, it's a good time to go shopping, you know? Yeah. With the market the way it is. Yeah, with all my money I made on GameStop. <laughs> well, welcome back to the show, man. It feels uh, it feels good to have you. It's uh, Thanks, fellas. Long time coming. Yeah. I, I forgot how shitty of a drive it was to drive through the cities to get here, but it was worth. It was worth. Well, we'll find out about that. <laughs> <laughs> we're glad you made the, uh, the, the little sacrifice and commute, and, you know, we're... we're we appreciate you joining us. We're dude. I almost hit like four people on the way here because oh. they just they just don't like to like stop. <laughs> like, maybe not the place to say that. <laughs> well, you I said did. almost. Yeah, I yeah. didn't, and I just got insurance again today. Oh, good. Well, that's good. That's important. <laughs> but no, dude, you're just like driving down the road, and then they'll just walk in front, and I'm like, dude, you don't have the right of way here, man. I know I do. That's <sighs> frustrating. Crazy times we live in, man. Pedestrians, am I right? Pedestrians. I mean, can't live with them, can't live without them. You know what I'm saying? I remember when I was a pedestrian. <laughs> Let me tell you what these three pedestrians are drinking this evening. We are doing another special episode. These uh, these Crowler crates just keep coming out. Mm-hmm. But uh, tonight, it is not a Beer Dabbler Crowler crate. It is actually one from Oliphant Brewing. Uh, Oliphant Brewing is uh, a brewery located in Somerset, Wisconsin. So, uh, giving a little love to our uh, our friends over the uh, the eastern border tonight. Little neighbors. Little neighbors. But, uh, yeah, we got a crate of 12 crawlers from a uh, friend, listener, former guest of the show, uh, Mr. Ryan Peak. So, thank you, Ryan. He hooked us up with uh, these crawlers, as well as a sweet 1973 Hams mug, Oktoberfest mug. Just beautiful ceramic mug. Um, so, thanks for li- uh, listening, Ryan, and... 
gifting us these beers. So yeah, 12 sours from Oliphant. <laughs> and uh, we've learned from our experiences, so we are not going to be sampling all 12 this evening. That's a pallet burn. Did you guys do that? Oh my We did a whole God. crowler crate. We did a whole crowler crate, and it was... Ooh. And you had to work the next day. I didn't. You did. Eric. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of like the lost episode. Not because it's like, you can still find it. It's out there. It's just lost for me. Like, I don't really want to listen to it again. And it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. I kind of just pretend that one didn't happen. But it's out there if you want to listen to it. Um, we got real off the rails at the end of that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, sometimes those are the best episodes. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we hurt our guests, though, on that one. That was, that was the only <laughs> issue. Like, I feel like they're... Our guest caught some shrapnel from us. So. <laughs> got a letter from corporate. And you're like, what were you doing? <laughs> Suds, buds, corporate's a real pain in my ass. You know what I'm saying? But uh, we're going to do better tonight. We're going to give some more honest, clear reviews, hopefully. Um, and yeah, hopefully uh, give uh, Oliphant some, uh, some good press. If they deliver with some good beers, of course. So tonight, uh, we're starting off the evening with the Santa Squishy, which... All these beers have crazy artwork and crazy names. Uh, you'll be able to check our Instagram on Thursday when this drops if you want to see what they look like. But this first one, Santa Squishy, is a sour, fruited sour, brewed with cherries, vanilla, lactose, sea salt, and cola flavor. I think there's a hole in my glass. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> When's the last time you heard that one? <laughs> 48 hours ago, I think. <laughs> I'd say it's a 50-50 whether I make it through the shift without hearing that joke. Dude, there's always the same old guy that comes in every time and says that same <laughs> joke. You know, gotta laugh every time. You gotta oh, give you, it to him. You gotta do it. Sometimes you're laughing for different reasons. Yeah, it's true. Well, but. cheers, fellas. All Excited right. to try this one with you. Tanks Tanks are already done, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what cola flavor is, but they got it. Yeah. They got the cola flavor. But they did. I think the thing that is throwing me off right away is it's like, um, usually with cola, you expect that fizz, you know, that like... Almost, Very high carb. You know, mm-hmm. that, that fresh, I'm thinking like a fresh two liter of cola or like fountain cola where like you put your face over the cup and you can feel the fizz. Yep. You know, just that high carb and... This is pretty low carb, I feel like. So that bums me out a little bit because even though I'm tasting the cola, it tastes like a flat cola. Like it reminds me of that last gulp out of a two liter, you know, that's been sitting there for a few days. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not digging that aspect of it, but it is tart. Um, The tartness almost kind of tastes like carbonation to me. Like that, like quick aggressiveness on the tongue. Um, I think it's tasty. I do like, but I, I I would agree with you, Eric. This is, it's a little flat. It's a little flat. It actually, just kind of reminds me of like those cola gummies. You know, you know the mm. one. Oh the yeah. Bottle. That, that's what I'm getting out of that. Just like liquefied down. Dudes, speaking like of forehead, put on it. The other day, I cracked a ring of fire growler, and then my tummy started to hurt like halfway through it. So I put it back in the fridge for like two weeks, and then I was like, ah, I don't have any alcohol. I'm gonna drink this, <laughs> just oh. growler. And I had to muscle through it, but it was one of the most painful things I've ever had to do. Not because Ring of Fire is bad beer. One of my favorite beers that we have at Bald Man. But so flat. Like, Oof. a two-week open growler, let's just say, less than ideal, mate. Bleed out. Who would have guessed that? <laughs> mm. 
Today I learned. Ring of Fire is a beer that I love. I mean, this is going over anyone's head, but if if you know a bald man, they have a fantastic jalapeno cream ale on tap. Mm-hmm. Ring of Fire. And um, that beer, I almost like taking like little shots, just little nips, because like it's not a heavy beer. It's not high in alcohol. It's pretty light. It's mm-hmm. just like... You know, if you're trying to go a couple pints of that one, it, uh, for me at least, like, I'm, like, burping out my tongue, basically. It's just, like, my mouth is hot, and I'm, I don't know, I get, like, heavy-chested from that beer, like, almost like heartburn. It's not like an old man, but, uh, (laughs) it's a great beer. I'm not trying to knock it at all. I love it. It's just, it's a hard one to, you know. Yeah. You're not gonna go through a four-pack of that. Yeah, I mean, with the amount of samples of that I've, you know, given out, and... You know, people try to like, wow, that's really good, but that's probably all I can drink. And like, no, I get that. Fair, yeah, yeah I get. I'm always that. Then we got the other side of the spectrum where they're drinking twenty ounces of it at a go, and then coming back for a refill. Yeah, it's yeah, like, okay. I'm always that asshole that's like, I love drinking this or drinking and eating like the spiciest things possible, just to like, kind of be that guy. Sometimes, like, I'll play into it a little bit. Sure. And after having three pints of it, and Taco Bell. I don't know if it was the Taco Bell or the Three Pints of Ring of Fire, but boy, I tell you, my stomach was not feeling good when I woke up at 5.30 in the morning that day. Believe that. Yeah, that's going to be a no for me. Yeah, yeah. It was one of those, like, you know what you go, you know what you have to go do in that moment, but you're just, you regret that three-hour decision-making that you did. Exactly. The active decisions you made to get to that point. Yeah, yeah. But This is just a random question, but... Kind of interesting. Um, as far as like fast food goes, or like chain franchise restaurants, Dude. what's your favorite like go to spicy item? Because mm. I know you guys are both you guys are both spice guys. Nate, we we yeah. made a hot sauce dusty. I've seen you throw down some crazy heat before. Hmm. I'm gonna have to go with Diablo sauce, Taco Bell. Okay, I will just rip open a packet and just suck it the Diablo I've, sauce out. I've got like six packets in the garbage if you want them. Ew. They're closed. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'd do it. I'd... And Nate literally ate Taco Bell like four hours ago. Correct. It's the best. I I think I'm going to have to agree with Dusty, but only because fast food and spicy don't necessarily happen. No. Sure. Like, you never get the spice level you want. I feel that. But at least with Taco Bell's Diablo, like, it, it it's got a kick. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not going to knock your teeth out, but, like, it's got one. Like that, yeah. Remember the days of just like the regular Taco Bell hot sauce? It just didn't do it for me. Just you, you were you grew up too quick. Yeah, you know? dude. I'm an adult. I need some actual, a little bit of, a little bit of kick. Mm. Maybe not the most popular take, but I'm a Popeyes guy when mm. it comes to the heat. Um, I don't eat red meat, so I, you know, if I am doing fast food, I'll usually go for like a, a good chicken sandwich. And uh, man, Popeyes has got it down with their their uh crispy spicy chicken breast sandwich it's uh really good and you know it's got pickles on it and the the heat comes from like this little bit of a uh, a hot mayo they put on there Ooh. it's got a nice little zing to it but Ooh. the hack is you get that sandwich crispy and spicy and then you get the side of the cajun fries and for the dipping sauce for the cajun fries you get the sweet heat sauce okay and dude that's that's the meal right there <sighs> and it's like eight bucks seven bucks you know and it's like it's fast food but you're getting like a nice like buttered bun and like a whole chicken breast it's not all just like just like that 
ground up, you know, shaped. Exactly. Chicken-shaped meat. Yeah, you're not yeah. getting a weird Alaska-shaped patty of chicken. Um, <laughs> I've heard it's, like, super crunchy and flaky. Never had their chicken sandwich, but, like, heard it rivals. What's that other big chicken place that just came to Minnesota a few years ago? Chick-fil-A. Uh, Chick-fil-A. I heard it yeah. rivals Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A's, uh... I'm a bigger Popeyes guy than Chick Fil A. I wish I don't think we have any Zaxby's this far up north, but um, Zaxby's does uh, you know some pretty good like Southern style chicken sandwiches. Right. I think they're more of like a Southeast Southwest place, but uh, yeah, I don't know. That's uh, that's my take. It, it's heavy though. It's not something you want to do all the time for sure. I mean, that sounds so good. It's a treat. I think underrated fast food place, but heavily the most underrated fast food place, White Castle. Ooh. Love White Castle. You don't like. You obviously don't eat red meat, so like the menu's super limited for you. But. Yeah. I gotta say though, I feel like even the people I know who like are big burger guys, they even say that they're like they're really only the place for White Castles. Like when you're really, you know. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're in another dimension. Well, yeah. Or when you want to toss back fifty of fifty burgers. <laughs> is that what the thing is? It's like the the small size. Yeah, little sliders. A little more innocent. That, they're steamed buns, aren't they? Isn't that oh, how they cook their... You're right, you're I right, think that's so. how they bake it. Is it's Yeah. So, I, I don't know what that does for it. Dude, I always catch flack for saying White Castle's the best, but it's like, you just don't know fine I, cuisine. I haven't eaten... I can honestly say I haven't eaten enough White Castle to give it any sort of judgment. Oh. Like, I'm never in the right state of mind. I'm either hammered or I am hungover. And those are my... Yeah. Dude, and my, even then, it's... My dad drinks N.A. beer. And he would stone cold sober go buy a crave case for me and my brother, and it was mm. the best. While they would have poker night. <laughs> yes, poker night. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! All right. Well, uh, yeah. So, back to this beer. Um, <laughs> it's a uh, Santa squishy, uh, a nice uh, cherry cola beer with lactose and sea salt and. Yeah, it's fruited sour. I'm honestly not getting a ton of the sea salt or the lactose. It doesn't have that super soft mouthfeel. It's not a super creamy beer, or super heavy beer. It's not bad. I guess, like, the best comparison for me with this beer is it reminds me of that, uh, like, the homemade, homemade, in finger quotes, uh, uh, cherry Coke. You'd get it, like, a small bar as oh, a kid. Sure, where sure. It's like the bartender throws a sink of grenadine over some ice and then hits the the coke gun and throws a maraschino cherry in mm. there like but it's like it it's not a bad thing you know it's just it, it reminds me of like that kitty cocktail sure well just like five percent alcohol yeah. actually what is the abv on this one um i think you hit the nail right on the head there i think it's yeah damn exactly five all right i am i am a beer god now are we doing <laughs> are we doing out of ten or out of fives out of five still yeah out of five. okay yep. okay Two four. Two four. All right. Um you got any more on that or, or is it is the ball over the No, no Eric, Eric Eric nailed it. Okay. I got I, I, I could have said it better. A little more on that. Sorry, oh. I don't want to eat up all this, but <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned it earlier, but we did specifically uh invite Dustin onto the show tonight because when Ryan told me he had this uh this this uh creative crawlers about a week ago, mm-hmm. I was like and we'd, we'd been talking about getting Dustin back on. I'm like, this is this is perfect because yeah. you were like the sour guy last season. Yeah. Like we did a full sour episode last season, um, like a bunch of triple berry sours. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, it's uh, it's cool when you 
were able to talk to people that really like like and know like uh, a clear cut style you know what i mean sure. it's it's fun to drink beers i think with those people cuz i think you can you can pick out stuff in a sour probably a lot better than i can whereas i can probably pick out stuff better in like a west coast style ipa but um well i appreciate that my palate i don't know i think last season did my palate a lot of justice and being able to pick up certain flavors but still to beer snobs i'm a noob so like even like saying like sours are my favorite style of beer like even sometimes people look at you you're like yeah, you don't like pale ales or IPAs. Uh, you don't like grapefruit. Okay, uh, like, but at least it's not that you haven't tried those beers. I think that's the really cool thing, and that's the cool thing this show's done for me too. Is like, I got to try so much stuff last year that I wouldn't have otherwise bought. Mm-hmm. You know, I would sometimes buy beers that I would normally pass over just because it looked obscure and I wanted to talk about it with someone. Which is like, this is literally the outlet for that. So, <laughs> yeah, it's cool, man. It's it's uh. It's fun to figure out like what you're, you know, what you like and what you don't like and then kind of really yeah. start to delve into that. The one thing I wish that we weren't so flawed as humans is I wish our memories were better. Like yeah. I wish I could recall flavors like perfectly, you know, and like think of a beer and tell you exactly what like unless you've had it hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. Like it's so hard to recall a beer you had once or twice and being able to tell them like the exact flavor profile of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's more of like an in the moment, like you can pick them out, but yeah. yeah. I mean, but think about how many things you taste every day. And that'd be quite the backlog of information. But yeah, so I mean, that goes again to like, I wish we weren't flawed in that way as humans. And like, memory wasn't such a fleeting thing. Sure. Yeah. Well, and also, you're combining, you know, memory with alcohol right now. So, you know. <laughs> Fair. That's, yeah. See? Yeah, there it is. You make a lot of good points, Nate. <laughs> All right, let's get the Eric, Eric. You got a review to give here, Dustin. You said two four, two four. Not two, four. super stoked on it. Uh, it's drinkable for sure. I'm not a huge like cola flavored guy. Anything, honestly, this was my vote because it just sounded super interesting. But yeah, it yeah, it's average to me. I'd order it once, drink it once, and then probably find something else on the menu. Um. Yeah, I'm in a very similar boat to you. I'm going to give it a 2.7. It's just kind of hovering that line of would I buy it again? And Mm -hmm. I I think the answer is no, I wouldn't. But I do think the one thing that this has going for it a lot just outside of the taste is like, I mean, seasonal branding, which it's if I'm going to a Christmas party or like a white elephant, you know, gift type thing. um, this is an easy one. You can buy this and almost be guaranteed that yeah. nobody else is going to have the same thing as you in that room. And yeah. it's it's going to be weird, you know? It's Especially to a beer fan, <clears throat> this is a, a cool gift to receive, even before you taste the juice. So, yeah, uh, two, two seven from, well, from me. It's almost like they're, like, tiptoeing that line of wanting to show you the flavors that they advertise, but not going, like, fully into it, like, say, an Untitled Art would do with some of their flavored stuff. We're, like, really, like... What you see on the can is what you're getting when you drink it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Untitled Art just has, like, a... Um, such an obscure mix of beers. Like, flavors that I don't think I've seen before, ever. 
Yeah, and just like the way they apply colors is so smart, you know, where they can really give you a sense of what's inside the can without really like spell, without totally like spelling it out or drawing a pineapple on it. They can really capture kind of the essence of that fruit and put it on print in kind of a an abstract way. Yeah, which I feel like these guys at Oliphant are. Well, their art is definitely badass. It's a little yeah. more comic booky. Yeah, well, and I think if I remember right, I think they actually have like comic books. Oh, that cool. They, like illustrate. That's oh, badass. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're They've... just their logo is. Um, I don't know if they have it on here, but the, like the the elephant. Yeah. So cool. Like, the art is looks great. like a black metal like. Yeah, and like and they're font. the style is just kind of like that, almost creepy but still cartoon. Yeah. Kind of like yeah, it's fun. Um, but for me on this one, I think I mean I think they delivered. I I get the salt right at the tail end. Um, I get, is it cherry? Right? Yeah, yeah, cherry, cherry sea salt, lactose, cola. Mm-hmm. Yes, lactose. Um, <laughs> As someone who doesn't I, like yeah, lactose I, beers in yourself, it's not a yeah. lot going on there. No, it's not a lot. And I'm, I'm trying to put that, you know, the, a lot of the beers they've got are lactose. So I'm trying to put that part of me on hold here. Because mm-hmm. it's not fair for me to review beers, a bunch of lactose beers, if, you know. My main point is that I don't like lactose. Right. I am, as I said earlier, um, lactose intolerant by choice. <laughs> it's not something I am allergic to. I just don't like it. Sure. Um, but I do get pretty much everything they're going for here. I do wish it was a higher carb. Um, I'd probably go like a, probably go two six on this one. Two six. Yeah. So if we were shooting arrows right now, I'd say our grouping would be pretty tight there. Yeah, I'd say so. All right. Cool guys. Well, that was uh, that was fun. We got some more beers to get to, um, and some more conversation to get to. Yeah. Up next, um, we'll be talking with Dustin about what he's been up to, some new hobbies. So yeah. uh, we're gonna take a quick little break, and uh, we'll grill you, boy, when we get back. Cheers, everybody. Vinay. What's up, everybody? We're back on Suds Buds with our special guest this evening, Mr. Dustin Stelton. <laughs> Wish you could see his wonderful smile right now. Uh, what's going on, man? Uh, well, didn't take a bathroom break. Really holding this one in here. Uh, <laughs> real excited to get through this next beer we got. It's looking tasty. Yes. Heck yeah. Well, uh, this next one up is Dustin's Choice. That first one was the, the mutual choosing. Um, the second one is our guest choice. So it's the Lemon Lime. The Anutart Lemon and Lime Sour Ale from Oliphant. And uh, yeah, it's fruited sour, also at 5%. Ale brewed with lemon and lime. So pretty straightforward, but I'm expecting a tart bomb. I'm yeah. excited, man. This is like, I think, up both of our alleys. Yeah. If, if anyone paid attention from last season, it's that I like sours and I like lemons and limes, I guess. It's a man simple, you know? Well, honestly, Sorry. I kind of like, especially after that last we, one. Oh, my God. Just I'm gonna, the, I'm gonna the poor get a, and I'm going to get spillage. a picture of that so we can put it on the Instagram of just how not can you, great that was. Can you there. get this, too? Oh, yeah. We'll get that in the, we'll get that in the frame there. Hey, well, mine's looking a little better, though. Well, at least you can't knock me for consistency. We got three lazy pours all around, and some of Dustin's ended up on his pants. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll throw that on the episode as well. Um, they're on the Instagram as well. But uh, sorry, Dustin. Sorry to get your pants wet, dog. 
Still look great. Still look great. But Rook, uh, rookie moves all around. Oh wow! Well, cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers, mates. Ooh. Oh yeah. That's what I wanted. Okay. That's what I needed. Wow, soul. that nose. That nose on that one is. That's really good. She's lemon. She's lime. Mm. Now that's what I'm. Yeah, that's what I like. Is this one of the ones that is uh, no lactose? See, this is a non-lactose. Okay, it's appreciated. Definitely more carb than the last one we had. Mm-hmm. I think the last one we had sit for a little longer. Me and you did at least, but you tried it right away, and you even said it was a little on the flat side. Yeah, you can even tell when you're pouring it. Like that thing had no head on it. Where it's like. That had six inches of head on it. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I mean, that was mostly Sorry. Eric's doing. But, yeah, you know. I, was, I think another four got lost on my pant, but <laughs> we'll do better next time. Let's try to be nice and poor for our guest. Hey, thanks, man. <laughs> this is really good. Holy damn. All right. Well, while we're sipping this, I got some questions for you, man, because it's been a while, and <gasps> you've... Uh, been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> you've uh, you've picked up some new hobbies, revisited some old ones. You've been hitting the gym quite a bit. Yeah, um, still staying consistent with that, thankfully. Working for, on a little fitness plan, maybe, for other people. Yeah, yeah, I've got a couple things in the works. Um, I'm trying to get off the ground right now. Um, I want to start up an online fitness coaching brand and do that. My whole like, what I want to basically create for myself is I just want to be a digital nomad I found out this year when I picked up snowboarding I was like okay this is really cool and it gives me a reason to like like snow but I still for the most part really dislike the state Mm -hmm. I think it has something to do with just like being here all 26 years of my life and really wanting adventure I find like I'm not only my most creative, but my most happy when I'm doing new things, trying new things and like going and seeing new places. And it's kind of what I just want to create for myself somehow. And in the journey of figuring that out, it's just getting that online presence out there first. So that's cool, man. That's awesome. Yeah. That was kind of, that actually ties into, um, my next question. I mean, not to undercut that at all, because I think that's that's really cool. I think I wish more people were um, comfortable to say that, that they're still, you know, in like a discovery period. Cause I think we should be spending our whole lives in a discovery period. Yeah. But uh, snowboarding is something that is not new to you. Like weightlifting has been a passion of yours on and off for a while now, but you've really hit it hard these past, you know, couple years, last yeah. year specifically, but snowboarding, You'd never done that until like a month ago. Yeah, literally on my birthday, my 26th birthday was like the first time I'd ever gone out and, you know, tried to snowboard. And it was brutal, as everybody's first time usually is. My Both my wrists are still quite sprained from that. My birthday was, what's the date today? The first? Two weeks ago? Second. It's the second. Thank you. You got there. Yeah. 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 And like my, yeah, my wrists are still feeling it. And dude, it's fun though. And you've been out like once a week since then, haven't you? Yeah, I've been trying to go out just about every week. Um, I got a big trip coming up for Lutzen in two weeks, and I don't want to look like an idiot when I go out there and or hit a tree and break my back. That's spend, that's less than ideal. Spend the rest of the trip in the cabin. Yeah, I actually had a friend who did that 
Ooh. Yeah, all of our buddies went out to Colorado to go visit him to go on a snowboarding trip, and he decided to show off on the first run of the on the very first run of the day. Tried to hit a jump and just smoked his back on a tree, broke it, and it's like, mm. and they were out there for two weeks. Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> I still give him shit about that to this day. So just just saying bye, like tuck him in, see if he needs anything before going out for the day. That's basically what it was. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks, man. Well, don't don't do that. Yeah. Uh, Try to get as many runs in as possible. Yeah. Have fun. Come back alive, though, please. <laughs> yeah. We need you at the brewery, man. Yeah. Uh, mm, it would be nice to get some uh, some time off. Yeah. <laughs> feel that, feel that. What is that? Right. I don't understand. But, yeah, man, I think, like, I this year I really wanted to focus on just trying as much new stuff as I possibly can and just, like, I get really bored when I'm doing the same stuff all the time. And yeah, this was just another outlet. And then I thought another, a fun outlet for me to just be out in nature and like just go ride and kind of be at peace a little bit. It's sweet. But the falls are not peaceful at all. There was my second time riding, which was last week on, it was my very first run. I, uh, I was getting a little confident, started going a little faster, and then out of nowhere, I'm just on my back. And this one of the uh, one of the like the ski medic guys came up to me and my friend who was riding with me, trying to teach me. He's like, "Yo, are you okay?" And I'm looking up at him. I was like, "Yeah, dude, I'm good. Why? What's up?" He's like, "You hit the ground so hard, your helmet came off. Like, <laughs> or like, what's your name? Like, what's your address?" And I like recited it to him, and I was fine. He's like. Told my buddies, like, if he starts acting a little weird, like, bring him to the medic tent, like, right away. Obviously, I mean, that never happened, but for sure had the worst hangover for the rest of that day and into, like, another day. Oof. I don't think they call those hangovers. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> but I get the sen- sentiment. I'm going to yeah. go ahead and say it was an undiagnosed minor concussion, but, eh. Yeah, I think pre, like, 2010, that was getting your bell rung, and I think now we realize that. <laughs> Shell shock. You know, yeah, it is cool to wear a helmet because it's a oh, lot yeah. cooler than the alternative yeah. for most extreme yeah. sports. After my first day, after taking as many tumbles as I did, I was like, yeah, helmet's a great decision. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. I'm going to get a really cool helmet. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the difference between becoming like a rad dad or being a vegetable, so. For sure. You know, no, for sure. Poison. I think part of the reason, like, I wanted to start snowboarding, too, is, again, it makes winters a little bit cooler, but snow's a lot more forgiving than concrete. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, skateboarding always looked so appealing to me, and I'd, I'd love to pick it up, but there's just something about sending it on a skateboard versus sending it on a snowboard. It, I think it might be just like a mental thing because yeah. it still hurts to, you know, take a dive on a snowboard, but the concrete, like, ugh. you guys grew up like watching scarred, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Oh God, those were gnarly. Oh yeah. Buddy of mine in college. Um, Did he make it on there? Real, no, he was real big into rollerblading mm. doing crazy tricks. And I mean, but that guy had at least like one broken bone pretty much just rotating. Like, always had something broken or sprained. Yeah. Um, nice, cool guy, though. Uh, he, I think he's still doing his uh, his rollerblading videos. Watching that guy grind, honestly, his, his uh, ankles are just like jelly. Like, when he's grind, like, he'll grind huge rails, and he's just, yeah, just jelly. Just like, sideways on the rail. Geez. Yep. Like, that, and I don't think I can bend my ankle like that sitting down. Yeah, it's wild. Oh, it's cool, man. I love it. It's something I want to continue to do for the rest of my life, but 
if things pan out the way that they're going right now, I will end up in a place with no so with no snow very quickly. But yeah. Where's next? Where are you thinking? Hopefully Texas, man. That's uh yeah, whole lot of yeehaws. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at Austin, looking at Dallas, looking at Houston. Um kind of just fell in love with that place when I've been down there the few times I've been down there and like everyone's super welcoming. The food's great. Can't get enough Mexican food. It's the best. And just like barbecue. You know, mm-hmm. they have some of the best barbecue down there. And yeah. I would yeah. It's a place I could call home for sure. Definitely such a big, like such a big. Sorry, I was trying to combine big and huge, but I mean it's, it's such a massive state, and I mean, it really is just like, I feel like, that the cultural like, epicenter, the cultural like melting pot of the mm-hmm. South, where I mean like, you know, you're looking at a state where like someone who's we come from Minnesota, where it's by no means like a tiny East Coast state, but I mean, the number of Minnesotas that you could fit in. Texas and like Texas you have like that dense metropolitan you have very vast areas where it's just ranches you have you know that that uh um big Hispanic influence um you've got you know the a lot of the the deep south traditional stuff mm. you get even get some of that uh that west coast mm-hmm. uh, uh influence it's uh I think it'd be a cool place and I think it'd be a place where you know, you could have a weekend adventure every week and you're you're somewhere totally different. Oh, just yeah. just in Texas. You oh, know? Yeah. My brother lives in uh, East Texas. Yeah. And I mean, like I went down to visit him like a year or so ago and yeah, crawfish boils, you know, East yep. Texas, you're right next to Louisiana, like you're you're there. All that good golf cooking. Oh. And then yeah, but then you go to Dallas. It's different. It's different. Yep. yep. Like not just a little different. Very um, different. Yep. Never been to Dallas. Uh, I've heard not great things about Dallas, but again, can't knock it till you try it. But I think, yeah, like from what I've heard, people that uh, live or have spent time down there, Houston, um, uh, Austin, um, San Antonio. San Antonio. I haven't, I haven't yeah. been to San Antonio, I but I've heard good things. Love San Antonio. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd do one event in. Um, Dallas every winter and then another in San Antonio mm-hmm. and I love Dallas um, but San Antonio is just yeah I, I don't know if I'd I'm sure you'd get sick of like you know seeing the same sights over and over but holy shit is it gorgeous down there oh yeah oh yeah the one thing I would miss is like all the fall colors up here that we get yeah like some of the some of the fall vibes up here especially like up on the north shore is like, some of it's next to none mm-hmm. but Worth worth the change a little bit. I will say I'm leaning towards Houston though. Houston is the, dude. The people there so cool. So <laughs> I've never like you think Minnesota people are nice until you go down to the south and like people just strike up conversations with you out of nowhere. You can be in line at a Walmart and people are asking, like, "How's your day going?" Like not even the cashier. <laughs> it's awesome. Southern charm. Mm-hmm. It really is. Have you thought about? Cause, like you're a sports guy. Um, have you thought about what teams you would follow when you move down there? Vikings. You'd still be a Vikings. Oh, yeah. You oh. wouldn't you wouldn't uh I mean you can't really call it bandwagon bandwagoning if you move there. Are there any teams you'd like you'd latch on to in Texas? Cuz I mean there's so many. Yeah. I you I really did used to like the Texans when they had Brian Cushing on the team just cuz he was like a maniac linebacker, but other than that, I have no affiliation like 
I grew up screaming and crying for the Vikings, and I'm going to die screaming and crying for the Vikings. So that's my team. Not going to become a Rockets or a Spurs fan? No, no. Uh, really well, no reason to. I I hold less affiliation to the Timberwolves because they're just not as sick. It's been tough this year. Yeah. It's, it's been a rough one. Yeah, there, not, are they, I mean, are there good years? In like and 2001. Basketball is not a sport I ever really follow. So the best Timberwolves year I ever saw was when they won the 2004 Western Conference Finals. Um, or were Western Conference champions. And that was... That was an incredible team. That was like Wally Zerbiak and KG and um, maybe still had Marbury. Don't remember. But that was like a powerhouse of a team. And then I think we maybe like two years ago sneakily won our conference. Because um, I know we had we did, we did had a good season within like the last 10 years. But that's yeah, been man. about it. We've had like two noteworthy seasons in 20 years. Oof. It's yeah. pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Especially just coming off, like, getting the number one draft pick, too. Yep. There's not a whole lot to look forward to. Our star player getting, you know, dislocated risk and COVID. It's just being, he's got a, there's a black cloud over Carl Anthony Towns, unfortunately. The poor guy. Mm -hmm. Twins are pretty good. They're not bad. I just wish I could get more invested in baseball. I'm working on it. it. I thought last year was going to be the year, but something about watching baseball with no fans in the stadium makes it even slower. No. One thing to take pride in, though, is some of our uh, X Games snowmobilers. Dude, there's a guy from Minnesota that holds the record for, like, I think, like, longest. No, he did a double backflip on a snowmobile. Like, oh one of the first guys ever did. God. It's insane. I've seen some of that stuff live when I was a kid. It's nuts. Like, um, there used to be an event in Minnesota that um, I knew, my dad knew one of the guys that was riding on the MX circuit, but basically it was like, there was, um, it was like a race, like a, a multi-lap race on a, a lake with like four-stroke vintage enduro oh. motorcycles with studded tires. And they were ra- like racing circle track. Weird. On a cleared lake. And then like the, the side halftime or opening entertainment was they had a little side area where they had two giant jumps and they had, uh, yeah, snowmobile guys. Doing backflips and stuff, but seeing that in person is just so insane. Oh, yeah. My brother used to take me to motocross and uh, monster truck rallies all the time. Yeah. And I used to think that was, well, not monster truck rallies because they're way too loud, especially in the old Metrodome. (laughs) It was aggressive. But the motocross stuff was super sick until you see a guy fall from like 50 feet in the air. Yep. That's never sweet. And like that, like that's the terrifying part about that is like you think of. Like, you, you know, when we're talking about snowboarding, like, your buddy, like, showing off, you know. Shred. Yeah, shred, hit a tree. Like, these guys, they're actively working with things that are 50, 60, 70 pounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Snowmobiles, even, you know, more. And I'm like, holy shit, like, a wrong land with that. Dude, yeah. have you ever seen the video of Steve-O? He takes his, not Steve-O, it's Knoxville. He takes uh he was on uh he was on tour with the Nitro Circus guys at one point and for whatever reason he wanted to take this uh dirt bike off a huge jump and they said like whatever you do like don't push the bike when you're in the air cuz it's going to send it up and it's going to come straight back down on you. Oh, right on his groin. Yeah, and yeah. he was whizzing blood. Not Is that ideal. in their movie? 
it wasn't in Jackass three. The Nitro Circus movie. Though. It might have been in a Nitro Circus movie. I want to say because that was right around the time those guys were popping off and doing Street a bunch Bike of stuff. Tommy was my favorite, dude. Yeah. Do you remember when he sent his crotch rocket and like just completely overshot the jump? God, I, I don't remember that one specifically, but that dude was just hilarious. And he yeah. had some of the craziest stunts. Yeah. I remember him hitting um uh like a loop de loop on one of those little mini bikes, like a pocket rocket thing. Yeah. Dude, that guy would send just a fearless big man. You need to appreciate those big guys. Oh, hundred percent. I miss this, man. I miss just catching up, talking about random stuff in studio. But uh I mean, it's basically what we talk about when we're behind the bar for the most part. <laughs> it's true, it's true. Um, and it kind of feels like we're behind the bar because we are uh, still doing some work, but also enjoying a delicious beverage. Mm. Um, so again, uh, if you're just tuning in, we've got the Anutart. It's a, uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah. Um, it's a lemon lime sour ale. One of the few in this crate that has uh, no lactose in it. And it's, it's really good, man. Yeah. I, I definitely like it a lot more than the, the cherry cola one. That that one seems like it was a little muted in flavors for me. This one, very much so. You're getting the one, too, of the lemon and lime. I like it. I like it a lot. Where are you putting it on the old uh, five-star scale? Oh, Jesus. I mean, this is right up my alley for, like, everything I want. So, heavy, heavy. 4-3. 4-3. Ooh, I'm going to be pretty close there. Um, this is really good. Again, it's I'm glad I got some help with this crowler because it is super tart. Yeah. And I'm glad it is. But... This is like the exact amount I'd want. Yeah. And then I'd have to be onto something else. I think I'm going to be right there with you. I think I'm going to be putting it at a 4-2. Um, yeah, super tart, really tasty, um, nice and crisp. It reminds me of... Um, just being a kid and like then you guys just grab like the little lemon or lime squeeze bottle yeah. right out of the fridge and just yep that's <laughs> see how that's much exactly you can squirt in your that, mouth yep miss yeah, you, a bit you you place that flavor perfectly cuz that's what i'm getting out of that but it's like it's more forgiving than that because you get the the suds it's like the opposite of our last beer where it was reminiscent of something carbonated but felt like there was none of that fizz there. Mm-hmm. This is something that's reminiscent of like something very flat and sour, but somehow the fizz mellows it. You get that that mouth puckering tartness right up front, and then it's just like, oh, and we're, and we're back, and we're back. Yeah. I want to go in for more. Um, you know what? Four 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 on this one. I like it. I'm changing it. I'm upping it four four because I think. This is really good for what it is. I think it mm-hmm. captures those two flavors perfectly. Um, if you like sours, you like citrus bombs, you like tart, like go get this right now. Yep. Yeah. Go hop the border for this. It is, uh, you know. This would be a summer crusher in a 12-ounce can. Oh, my mm. God, yeah, 100%. You get a 12-pack of these, and you'll be good to go. You, you also could... won't be able to taste anything else. No, but we don't need know. to taste anything. All this is your tasting. Yeah? <laughs> That's true. You'd someone who has no idea what a sour is, like they would have no idea this is a beer. Yep. If you just pulled out like a twelve pack of these in the yeah. summer, like if they marketed it as like a shandy type thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's like when people think of when non beer drinkers think of beer, they automatically just think of like crackers or super bitter IPAs. Yep. Although I think this would be fun because like I think we've noticed a little bit with like people coming in asking for sours, 
a lot of those people aren't looking for something sour. They want something that doesn't taste like beer. Exactly. And like, and, and that's just kind of become a buzzword you, for them. So now I think it's going to be, yeah, this is what I'd want out of a sour. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I also like the mellow ones, but yeah, this is definitely a buy again. Um, I'd put this right at four for me. Um, sour is not a style I go after a lot. Um, but like our one we did last week with the uh, Allagash. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, it's something I'd want exactly that much of. And uh, and I can buy this again. So that's cool. I've told Andy since that episode that I've had dreams about that peach sour. Yep. That beer is so damn good. Mm. I've heard Allagash make some bangers. It's the only one I've ever had from them. And, man, I am a fan. <laughs> was it like a bottle he was saving? That's yeah, sick. He yeah. it. It was um, a cool ship uh, peach, like oak age sour ale, I think. Yep. Um, oh, my God. Phenomenal. Just, yep. just <laughs> The only points we knocked off is that we couldn't buy it again. Yeah. Yeah. Because we can't. Um, yeah, they have no distro, like, anywhere up here. Apparently, they are starting distro to Hudson. Well, but to very few places. Hmm. Well, you know a guy who lives basically in Hudson. So I might have to send the piche piche. But I did have a uh, why a in friend Hudson of, of all places. I, well, I think Wisconsin, but like you got to have you know. I don't think there's just sending a driver through Wisconsin to drop off in Hudson. Yeah, but um, I did have a friend that took a trip to Chicago last week for some things that are only legal in Illinois. And uh, may I had her run some Allagash white bag for me. So uh, maybe I'll bring those next week. There you well, go. A little Allagash action. Very nice. Very yeah. nice. I still want more of that uh, juniper gin you had. Oh, that barrel-aged stuff? Oh. Yeah. I'm not a gin guy, but that stuff is phenomenal, my friend. <laughs> it uh, probably I could give you the, the second half of the bottle that I got after couple days ago it's it's gonna be a little bit before i get back on that that's fair (laughs) that one got the best of me (laughs) that always does i heard you were pretty hungover the other day yeah that would have been why (laughs) it's a navy strength gin and it just goes down i mean just a splash of soda water in that and it's just smooth as hell but it comes in at 114 proof so like oof you be careful now Clearly, you're not a real seaman. <laughs> I'll try harder next time. <laughs> Clearly, you haven't heard haven't heard of the tales of uh, Kid Skip and. Uh... Yeah, I don't know what that was. We had our like podcast like hijacked a few weeks ago. <laughs> you remember when YouTube dropped that? I think I said YouTube. You remember when U two like the number two when they yeah. dropped that record oh and like God. anyone who had an iPhone just like it was automatically it. downloaded. Yeah, yeah. we kind of like had some fuckers that did the same type of thing for our Spotify and just dropped some C tales on there. So yeah, if you want to listen to semen banter about I don't Pilsner C and shit, there's an episode of the Suds Buds I guess about that. <laughs> we got to try to figure out how to take that down. <laughs> I don't know what. I actually want to know what happened now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk to you about it off air, but nice. yeah, we're, we're still kind of frustrated about it. It brings back bad memories. Exactly. I'm a little salty about it, you know? It hurt, it hurt Nate's salt? booty. <laughs> I will say the graphic that you made for that one was 
phenomenal. <laughs> Even the graphic that you made last week for Andy, phenomenal. <laughs> that was pretty funny. That one, I was proud of that one. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sorry, Andrea. And you even made it into our Mario Party one. I did. (laughs) (laughs) We just named named the computer after you. Yo, she was dusty. (laughs) And he actually still beat Pro Strats. No, he he got second place. Yeah, he beat me and Pro Strats. You got second place. I got first place. For a guy whose name is Pro Strats, he sucks at Mario Party. (laughs) The computer beat him. (laughs) No kidding, dude. Oh, and he started off so strong in that game. I think it's mainly because Nate's a liar and a cheat. (laughs) Anyone listening doesn't know yet. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well. Conniving bastard. And with that, we'll be back after a short break. Welcome back, everybody. We are here with Dustin Stelton doing our sour review. Crowlers from Oliphant Brewing Company out of Somerset, Wisconsin. Uh, we've had some good ones so far. The Well, we've had a really standout one so far, I yeah. should say. Mm-hmm. One was so-so, the other one was a banger. Of a banger. Absolutely. Um, yeah, what's this next one we're cracking into, Nate? This is actually my pick for the evening. We've got the... Two space doubt. Wait, yeah. Two space doubt. Two face trout. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I'm looking at on the art. Like I understand it, but I don't know how to describe it. So, well, it's like a fish dude crossed with the dude from the Goonies. Yeah, yeah, that's probably about right. And he's holding a ball, and it looks like an air pump. It kind of looks like somebody's bad LSD trip. Yeah, that's most of their cans, it kind of seems like. Yeah. It also kind of looks like it could be the Toxic Avenger, if there's any trauma fans out there. (laughs) Which I don't know why there are. Um, But yeah, moving along. um, What's all in this beer, Nate? We've got the... It's a peach, mango, and jalapeno sour. Okay. With lactose, vanilla, and sea salt. Literally spicy. Uh, well, we'll find out. We'll find out. We'll find out. After the that, break. That's <laughs> exactly, after the break. <laughs> that's such an interesting flavor combo. I, yeah. Like, jalapeno with vanilla just sounds different. It's a true hodgepodge. It's not a lot of things I would picture together. Yeah, yeah the jala- w- You're right. The jalapeno and vanilla combo is the weirdest. I wonder if they were just, like, throwing darts at shit. Well, it kind I, of feels like. Yeah. I'm guessing they're probably too spaced out, too faced trout. Bad joke. I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, isn't this supposed to be like a play on being stoned? Don't they have one that's like too stoned to something in that in that mixture? I, I don't know. We'll, we'll answer that after the next break. We'll look at our literature. But, uh, yeah, in the tell meantime, <laughs> Nate's pouring <laughs> us up some sampies. I'm, I'm just, oh, Eric's pouring Dusty a sampie You want to commentate this his, one? His hand's getting a little shaky. A little trembly. Oh. I got a full oh, extension. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Dunkter. Ooh, Wow. It's a money pour. You want to like splash the leftovers at his leg just for, just for shits and gigs. No, I'll splash my table. Were either though. of you there when I cracked a crawler in front of Tristan and literally like a fire hydrant of beer came out and just hit him in the face? <laughs> no. I've, nope. I've never seen Uncle T Money so disappointed. Was there a new crawlers? It wasn't our crawlers. It was God. Oh, what makes it even worse is I think I had just started working there like within three months. And you know, there's like that trial period with yep. T Money. Yep. And I remember just spraying him, and he looked at me <laughs> and was so disappointed. All I could do was just grab him a rag and just pass <laughs> it to him. 
I yeah, can just picture a, it. That that would be one of my nightmares. <laughs> I, I I get cinnamon on the nose a little bit. Cinnamon. I wonder if that's the jalapeno vanilla mixture. I think it it might be. I'm getting like like peach cobbler on the nose. I might have to do another. Okay, I'll let you guys finish yours. This is a weird one. Yep. I think we should kind of just resume conversation and maybe come back to a final analysis of this one because I'm curious yeah. what everyone's pulling from it. What What do we all have in this again? I don't want to get too much. Uh, it's the the Hebo effect peach, going on. Mango, jalapeno, vanilla, lactose, and sea salt. Peach, jeez, that's that's a lot of things. It's <laughs> a lot of things. I had, uh, I mean, I've had some beer with sea salt in it, but never this many in a day. Like. And it's a weird thing to fit. Like, it's always the finishing note. You know, yeah. like, you kind of just taste it right on the tail end. But, all right. But, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll finish this segment and see what we think. Can I get my rating right now? <laughs> no, Dustin, you have to finish the segment. I take it that's either a really good thing or a really bad thing. But you seem pretty silent for it to be a pretty good thing. So I'm a little worried. We'll come back to it. Okay. I don't, I don't want to cut off our guest, but... <laughs> You do have some talking to do, because if you remember on this show, we used to do something that we called uh, fermentation interrogation. <laughs> uh, Are we just going to play a game of would you rather? <laughs> well, it might come down to that. It might come down to that. If I ask you a question or Nate asks you a question that you don't feel comfortable answering, um, you can just opt to drink. Are you, are you asking me if I'm comfortable answering a question? <laughs> I think I know what the answer is. I, think, I, don't, I don't think you'll be drinking for any of these. I think you'll be... Uh, I plead the fifth. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it's uh, it's cold outside, so we want to feel warm. So we figured we'd have a little grill out. A little grilling. Grill out <laughs> under the interrogation line. Bring one. Bring what? Bring one. Bring them all. No. Come one. Come all. That's how that saying goes. Come one. Come all. Come one, come all. Okay. Yeah. Bring it on. Let's get the roller grill started, huh? All right. <laughs> Let's fire up. Let's fire this in. Well, uh, Nate, what do you say I lead it off here? Yeah, why don't you? Alright, so last season you dropped a bomb on the listeners and informed them that you'd never had a grapefruit. Here we are one season later. What's the verdict? Have you, has Dusty had a grapefruit yet? Dude, I've still never had a grapefruit. They just look like shitty oranges. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna just confirm that for you. They are just shitty oranges. Okay. Ah, get out of yeah, here. Get out of here. I, honestly, I wish I had never tried one. Ask yeah. your damn question. Um. Alright, so my question... How much money did you lose on the Conor McGregor fight? <laughs> you know, I I wish, my pride wishes I would have bet on that fight, but I actually got in too late to not place any bets on that fight. Why okay. would your pride wish you would have bet on that? Because your pride would have bet on McGregor. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly, because that's my boy, <laughs> and he has my heart and my wallet. Oh, man. And he doesn't need either of those things. That's the ultimate respect when you wish you would have lost money on, <laughs> on your right That's, my boy. That's my boy. Okay. Um, fair enough. Next question. Uh, when it comes to committed relationships <laughs> versus college, which one of you spent more time in? <laughs> and he's drinking. Oh, All, he's right. drinking. <laughs> All right. So I'll go here. Um... Uh, follow up to the Conor McGregor question: How many tears exactly were sh- shed after finding out he lost the fight? 
Three tears. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. I actually did, like, no exaggeration, I did tear up one tear. (laughs) One single one. Well, speaking of tears, my my next question's kind of about liquids. So, I gotta know, Dustin, is oatmeal a soup? Dude. Oh. By that argument, cereal would have to be a soup, right? I suppose it would. Hear that, Nate? Yes, cereal (laughs) is a soup. Hey. If it's not a soup, what would it be? That's what I'm saying. Think on that one for a while. Dude, that's a a brain twister. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, it should be, right? Yeah. All right. um, What is the difference between a duck? And a what? Answer the question, sir. A, A duck? What is the difference between a duck? All right, next question. <laughs> I'm just picturing Dr. Dre. What's the difference between me and you? <laughs> hey, I'm not going to do that again. Uh, with the only correct answer being most deaf, who's the greatest rapper alive? <laughs> <laughs> and he's he drinking. Drink. Yeah, but it's Drake, if you were wondering. Uh, Drake is Dustin's answer. Oh, okay. yeah, well, you guys are setting me up for fit. This is bullshit. <laughs> All right. Next I'm not question. knocking Drake. I'm not knocking Drake. Um, would you fight a duck? I would <laughs> whip a duck's ass. Okay. Actually, would... dude, I don't know. A duck. Well, a goose is what? Yeah, they're like basically just oversized ducks. Mm-hmm. Dude, geese scare the shit out of me. Oh, as they fucking. They're should. terrifying. Don't they have teeth? Uh, they got. I mean, yeah, they got little spinies. Little razors. And, yeah, little razors in them beaks. I, I've I've had my bouts with geese. I dare a duck or a goose to hop in my open guard. <laughs> I, d- I dare it. It would catch a triangle from a block away. <laughs> Dustin's guard's pretty good. All right, so you would fight that duck. All right, that makes sense. Um, next question. Uh, world hunger. How are you gonna fix it? Oh Jesus. Uh, Taco Bell. Oh, that's it. Oh, easy enough. That makes I sense. apologize to the world. <laughs> They're finally right. going to know real cuisine. <laughs> Oof. All right. Uh, next question. Do you fight all birds or just ducks? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not super rad on pheasants. Okay. Yeah. Well, seagulls. Mm. They're the rats of the sky. So it's more just like water-bound birds. Essentially, okay. yeah. Because, I mean, it's like, just pick one. Are you, you know, birds have the air. Why do you also get the water? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't fight like a pterodactyl. Okay, well, I mean, you're pretty safe there, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think we'll be all right. Uh, Final question from me, Dustin. What's your favorite style of baby? (laughs) The ones that aren't mine. (laughs) All right, that's an easy one. Yeah. Uh, I got a question and then a follow-up question here. Um, Would you fight that duck if it was Conor McGregor? (laughs) I would let that duck tap me. Okay, all right. So you'd you'd throw the fight to the Conor McGregor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would, I would bet on me losing, so I could at least make some money off of it. That makes sense. All right. Is that illegal? I mean, I don't know if throwing a fight is illegal. Like I know it's frowned upon. It's for sure frowned upon. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know why it'd be illegal. It's like Adam Sandler in the Longest Yard. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I think throwing a fight. I mean. If the commission was in on it, I feel like. Mm. 
That could be. I'm sure, but uh, like maybe a, it would be like a breach of contract. It wouldn't necessarily be illegal in its own right. But even still, if that... Well, they deal with fight commissions and stuff. I feel like that's where it would get dicey. Like, Dana is a business owner. If he was like... If he, he paid one of his fighters to lay down for another fighter, I feel like that would not be good. But I feel like if one of the camps was just like, eh, go out there, you know, take it in the first round and... Uh, you know, we'll move on. Like yeah. I don't, I don't know if you could prosecute against that. I feel like it'd be hard to prove. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it would take some doing. I also feel like if that duck had like the left beak, like how McGregor has like his left hand, mm-hmm. that duck's probably fucking me up. All right. I mean, that's that's fair. Maybe he's got a quick left beak. All right. And then um, follow up question: uh, Why do you talk so much about uh, fighting ducks and Conor McGregor? Are these like your two passions in life or? You know, I've been seeing a lot what Jake Paul and Logan Paul have been doing. And I sure. really just want to get in on like the YouTube boxing aspect okay. of things. Okay. I think that's the smart route to take with my life. Sure. So fighting, fighting ducks. Yeah. Is... Okay. That makes sense. So at the end of the day, KSI, you suck and I knock you out. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got our answers. We got our answers. That's uh. That's uh, the grill out with Dusty. Fermentation interrogation style. I only had to drink on two of those. That's not bad. Too bad. But I I will take credit. I think they were both my questions. They were both your questions. (laughs) (laughs) How much longer did you spend in a committed relationship or in college? (laughs) Oh, Oh, he's drinking again for that one. God, yeah, that's a two time. (laughs) Uh, I don't want to cut us short here, guys, but we actually have a big announcement. We've actually got a sponsor on the show, finally. So, uh... We'll be right back. But well, do we uh, wanna, you want to finish up our review here? Uh, we got to put it in here just for time purposes. But uh, yeah, quick word from our sponsor, and we will get back with our review on this wonderful beverage. All right. All right. Cheers, guys. Hi, I'm Cletus, the Minnesota DNR, here to tell you some waterfowl fun facts. Did you know that a baby duck is called a duckling? Did you know that the feathers closest to a duck's skin are called down? And it's dry, even underwater. It's crazy, isn't it? Did you know that much like the great American bald eagle, a duck is a bird? Thanks, I've been Cletus with the Minnesota Deer and Art. Here to tell you some waterfowl fun facts. Take it easy and happy flying. Alright, we are back everybody. Uh, little little weird one for the show, but... Uh, Shit, who would have thought that ducks were going to come up tonight? So <laughs> That's what I, well, I mean, if Dusty's around, ducks are around, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and That's so, what I would say. What better sponsor than the DNR? I didn't even realize they, they sponsored podcasts, but we got them. We got them. <laughs> Suds Buds got them. little clean water initiative going on with the Buds. Mm, all about it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, but yeah, shout out to Cletus. Uh, good guy. Uh, Just a... Real down-to-earth kind of fella. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I'm guessing from that sultry voice, he probably doesn't look too bad. So what? Was, um, what's he paying you guys for that sponsorship spot? We don't We don't talk funny. Oh, yeah. it's in the contract? Yeah, you guys have yeah, like an NDA? No exactly. kiss and tell. Yeah. Nice. Nate's <laughs> been kissing Cletus. You don't quack and tell. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what the fuck are we doing, guys? Uh, Oliphant Brewing. Uh, two-spaced out, two-faced... Trout. Two-spaced... Out to face trip. I have a question. Uh-huh. What's the lowest rating I can give a beer? <laughs> Ooh, ouch. Uh, well, my thing is, um, it, it's tough to give a beer a zero if you have a beer in front of you. 
You know, I think every it's beer fair. deserves uh what would that be? The tenth a tenth decimal point. Sure. Point oh one. Or point one. That's fair. I guess well I don't know. There's things I'd rather be drinking. Sure. But, you know, if you had it in front Dude, of you. It's just like this beer doesn't do anything exceptionally well. No. I was kind of picking that up. It just, it tastes like there's like a lot of flavor coming. Like there's a lot of something. And, and then it, it just, just, it gets to like here when the peak is like up here. Yep. And it just, it's kind of like me riding a snowboard and trying to hit a jump. I get to like right here and then I just fall off the edge. <laughs> and then I have to unstrap and then just skate down the rest of the mountain. Well, that makes sense. And like, I get that. That's a great metaphor for this. Cause like, I thank you. I don't get it. Like, it's like, do you ever cook something in a skillet and you should have cooked the things separately, but you get really lazy and you kind of just throw it all into one skillet? Ooh, yep. You ever do the same with like Tupperware? Like if you're doing leftovers, like I made the mistake last night. I made some really good salmon. Mm-hmm. I made like a nice rice pilaf and some broccoli. That sounds excellent. It was, but I made the mistake today of, or last night rather, throwing the pilaf in with the salmon over Ooh. it. Broccoli was separate. So, like, today when I wanted, like, oh, it sounds pretty good for a second lunch, you know? It's like the result was a bunch of fishy-tasting rice with, you know, good veggies. Yeah. Probably yeah. should have, you know, done the extra dishes and uh, taken out the extra Tupperware. I was going to say, fish is, for me, I don't, eat, I don't eat a lot of fish, but fish is always separate yeah. when it's in leftovers. I think out of the three beers that we've tried, they are at their best when they stick to just a couple flavors and really bring those to the forefront to where, like, I can actually taste them. This one, it's like, yeah, the jalapeno's way in the back, the peach is way in the back, the sea salt, don't know where that went. It's like there's so many, there's too much going on here, guys. Like, on paper, it sounds sick. But also doing like a hundred foot mega ramp jump sounds sick until it's right in front of you and you're doing it. You know, like this is execution was poor. I would, yeah, I would mostly agree with that. I do get the sea salt, but I, I mean, I get no jalapeno. Um, I get, I'm basically it tastes like mango with salt at the end. Yeah, but it's also, I mean, pretty flat, kind of like that first one. Yeah. Um, so oh, can just... we, Nate, can you check the date on these? Yes. Yeah, uh, well, he's checking that. If, if you had to rate it, what do you think, where is this falling for you? I wanted to say a 0.69, but that would be too good for this beer. <laughs> Damn. Um, no, I, I just, I'm going to be honest. I don't like it. Um, it's not something I would even recommend to any of my friends to be like, and not because it's necessarily, like, a bad beer and I can't drink it. Like, I can drink it, but there's nothing that's coming from it that's, like, wowing me and blowing me away. There's nothing that, like, I would put this in front of somebody and be like, look for this, this, and this, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's just a hodgepodge of stuff that sounds sweet on paper, but not in execution. And... I legit gonna have to go with a one on this one. One, yeah. Oh yeah, it also. I'm not seeing a a date. Um, I did forget there's vanilla in that. Yeah. And I think that might be kind of 
fucking with the flavors yeah. a little bit too. But I, I want to know how see. big you can see. If there's a oh, date on I trust you. Yeah. I wonder how big their um, like brewery is because to be able to churn out this amount of sour beers, like that's a lot of different beers to just churn out and have them still be fresh. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think they're a huge operation, although I do see their um, is that honeys. The peanut butter honey golden ale. Oh, is that from them? Yeah, that's from them. That um, sounds really good. It's actually it's really fucking good. Um, it's kind of you know one of those one or two got to move on, but um, that one's really good, and I see that in a lot of places. So I, they must have a fairly big production yeah. facility, unless they just yeah. have like a pilot system that they're just churning out these small batches on. But, small batches, and that might be that. I almost kind of lean towards that. I don't know. I, I kind of agree with you, Dustin, that I wish they would have done, like, I think any of these flavors on their own could have hit, but I think, like, yeah. melded together, they're just not doing each other any favors. Um, I know I like to compare beers to things with, like, flavors, so I would say this is, like, a, a watered-down Sunny D with, like, a hit of jalapeno, but, like, really mild. It's, like, I know you said you didn't pick it up at all. I'm picking it up, but it's, like... The jalapeno? Okay. But not yeah. enough to want it there. Yeah, exactly. Like, if I take a gulp, like, it's, like, little, like, tingle on my tongue, mm-hmm. but it's, like, give me more or, like, not at all. Yeah. It just doesn't fit, you know? And then, like, I kind of get a little bit of the vanilla, but it's, like, why is that even in there? Yeah. It does. It didn't need to be. Unless they were, I don't know, I'm not going to start speculating. It should, not it's, for me. No. Um, Probably more mango than anything that I'm picking up in this beer. Yeah, um, no, and I, I'm pulling plenty of mango. It honestly just tastes like mango juice. Yeah. Um, to me, it tastes like mango juice with salt in it. Yeah. You yeah. get that salt right on your tongue, right at the first, and then it's kind of like that's it. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give it a a one point five. It's pretty low for me as well, but uh, after the first two we had, I, I kind of was expecting more. Yeah. Yep. That last one really set our, our expectations high. Um, and I'm glad we got one good one in there, because even if these other ones don't hit it, we can say that we got, you know, that's going to be that's a, towards the top of our season's leading board. Leaderboard. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I just, I mean, like I said, it's mango juice with salt in it. I'm going to give it like a one-two. One-two. Yeah. I don't think, would any of you guys recommend this? Not to, like, completely bash this beer into the ground, but legitimately, like, <clears throat> I don't know who this beer would be for. No, it's a hard no. sell. It's a really like, hard sell, yeah. Even for people who like sours, like, I, where does that fit in? It's not overly tart. It's not like that, you know, dense, sludgy stuff that, you know, Drecker's pumping out. Like, yeah. if this beer had that same flavor profile, but was, like, thick and like a deep orange i think it would be a little more defendable you know right i'd probably rate it even lower to be honest I, really i really don't like that style of beer yeah i think there's a place for them yeah i think there's a place for them like anything i think it's you know it's its own style mm-hmm. um i know some people that love them and it seems like it's definitely like becoming the new big in style sure um my biggest knock on those is i'm not gonna have more than one in like a night we almost can't. They're like 800 calories a piece. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, it's freaking motor oil that you're dumping out, you know? Yeah. I remember Pat brought me in one. It was like a, 
a banana split. The banana fudge one? Yeah. And perfect for like a five ounce pour. Just to like get the flavor profile of it, but it's so heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I, 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 I was there that day. I honestly thought something was wrong with it when he was pouring it. I was like, that's not a, yeah, that's not a liquid. Like, Dude. It's mostly a liquid, but that's not all liquid. And I, I feel like there's a very large hype train and around Drecker, and I need to try more of their beers to maybe understand why. Like, I've heard some of their IPAs are absolutely phenomenal and out of this world. But, like, when I'm out doing deliveries, because they don't do deliveries to, like, every single liquor store. Like, they're pretty selective right now. I think right. I've seen them in one Total Wine, and that was, like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys are in Total Wine now. But, like, as soon as the delivery driver drops it, like, there's a line. Like, they have a hard, hard following of people that just eat up their stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I was, I mean, Junkyard was kind of the same way. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember... Like, I, it was for my birthday last year, two years ago. Um, got all my, like, decided what I wanted to do for my birthday when I woke up. It's like, I'm going to go buy some socks. Because, you know, that fresh sock feeling you put on. Fresh, yeah, yeah. I wanted to start my day with that. And then um, I wanted to get, um, Junkyard was delivering my probably my favorite beer by them. Well, second favorite. But um, it was their... Almond Bros. It was like an almond golden ale. Mm-hmm. Just really nice, really sweet. Um, yeah, good like dessert kind of beer. Mm-hmm. And yeah, showed up at this liquor store that like I knew they were like early on the list because they post when they're going to be or what liquor stores they're going to hit in order. And yeah, there was like six people there just yeah. like waiting. They put out all the beer. Everybody grabbed all their crap and moved on. Yeah, no, they, they have cult followings it's like that when i deliver to the mgm here in egan like as because i i deliver on the same days that junkyard and drecker does and as soon as that sweet sweet drecker van pulls up it's like 30 cars <laughs> it's insane and they're sold out Jesus. yep just That's nuts the easiest yeah. money that liquor store has ever made they found their niche like yeah. they do stuff that i don't see any other brewery doing yeah but it's not in my particular style, but you know, kudos to them. They're making bread. It's very new school and it's very against the grain, but you know, I think it's, I don't know. Anytime you come out and you do something that's either better than, or, or substantially different than something else, there's going to be vocal, you know, support and yeah. Eric, are you, are you calling us haters right now? I mean, I don't know. I just think it's kind of like the new hazy, right? Where it's like, it's uh, something that people are going to get behind. There's also going to be a large group of people that are going to be against it. And I guess only time will tell. Yeah. Well, a big thing for me is drinkability. Yeah. And like, I, I, if I really wanted to, I could put down one pounder of those. Yeah. I could not do a four pack. Yeah. You know, whereas... I can get a four pack of some sours would be the easiest. I can get a four pack of, you know, some nice blonde or uh, a pale ale or, you know, uh, an IPA and like sit back and toss those back. Right. I could not do what they're like. They're the drinkability is very low, but the flavor profile on them is through the roof. If that makes any sense. Yeah, totally. And I feel like, I don't know, maybe their whole thing is like they don't, they're not intending for you to drink more than one. I yeah. really want to go to their like tap room though. Yeah. And just kind of see what like their main state, what is their yeah. flagship? Like what are they? 
because you know like we get people in all the time they're like i don't really drink beer or i like you know this style of beer they've mm-hmm. gotta have those i'd mm-hmm. really be interested in trying them right dude i had um i've never been a huge uh castle danger cream ale guy i know i go a little bit against the minnesota grain on that one mm-hmm. but at spirit mountain this last weekend i had it off the tap in a pitcher from their little chalet mm. oh boy that beer on tap mm. it's something else it's a different beer mm-hmm. it's a totally different beer yeah phenomenal i don't think i've ever had that one on draft only had a can oh it's really so good i honestly i had it on draft first and so like I had it on can mm-hmm. in cans once, and I was like, "I'm not gonna ruin this for myself." It's actually creamy when you get it on draft. Like it actually has oh, hmm. yeah, it's got a good nice. body to it. Yeah. yeah, it's it's real good. I gotta check that out. And almost shit when they when that when they're really getting popular, even like the small dive bars in my hometown had them on tap. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. Yeah, I mean, if you ever find yourself in Two Harbors, because I think they're in Two Harbors, right? Yeah. Yeah, if you ever find yourself in Two Harbors, which, you know, I don't know why else you would be unless you're going to Castle Danger. <laughs> Pretty like, much. stop at Castle Danger, for yeah. sure. 100%. Well, what do you say we round out the review for this one, Nate? Yeah, I already we already reviewed. Oh, did you give yeah. me your score on that? Yeah, I did, like, a 1-2. 1-2, one, two. Two. One, two. okay, yeah. I bet, I missed the old, it. The old 1-2, you know oh, what I'm one, saying? 1-2. Alright, so that was a 1-5 and a 1-2. Yep. I wish I could have drank less of that beer. <laughs> yeah me too and hopefully uh hopefully this next one's a little better but tell you what guys we're gonna take a quick little break and we will be right back for what will probably be our final beer of the evening one more point what's up everybody we are back here with Dustin Stelton. We just wrapped up drinking our third beer of the evening and on to our fourth. Um, in the meantime, during the break, uh, we're talking birds. Convinced uh, Classic Nate, Dustin. Classic classic Nate. Okay. Bringing up ducks into the interrogation. Uh, but yeah, for you that weren't able to hear during the break, I was able to convince Nate that a group of chickens is called a herd. So <laughs> what, is it, what is it called? I would guess a flock. A flock? A flock of chickens? That doesn't sound great. To a be herd fair. of chickens? Okay, well, I don't know. <laughs> you heard animals. of someone being like, I gotta go home to herd chickens? I mean, maybe. Says the guy who grew up in Cold Springs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm saying. This guy had chickens. I, I, yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing. You're right. So you, you had chickens right. and you don't know. I've never had chickens, and I also don't know. I can I see. I feel like this is more on you. It's your, it's your show again. Wow. <laughs> All right, so welcome back to Suds Buds with Nate and Dustin. <laughs> I'm back, guys. I really want to try this beer. Uh, yeah. What are What are we drinking, Nate? We've got a another Oliphant, surprisingly. Whoa. Uh, we've got the Triple Berry, a new tart. And what are the three berries? Uh, ooh, that's a great question. We've got raspberry, blueberry, strawberry. Mm, close. Raspberry, strawberry, two. blackberry. We got two out of the. We got two out of the three with Dusty. We've got strawberries, blueberries, and golden berries. Mm, that's not them. a thing. I, I I don't know that it is, but it's on the can. So you said raspberries, blueberries, golden berries. Yeah. Well, was, What's yeah, a golden gold, berry? I'm not sure what a gold. I'm, I Eric, mean, you had a farm. <laughs> what do you call a group of golden berries? Uh, Is that also a herd? Probably a, a bush, a shrub. 
of vine. What do you call a bunch of shrubs of golden berries? Uh, golden bush. That's got to be a herd, right? Golden bush. <laughs> Inappropriate. <laughs> Gonna get us canceled again. Um, we've had a few triple berry sours on this show before. See, yeah, we have. Last season, I remember we tried two by side yeah. by side. Good memory here, actually. I'm, I'm very surprised with myself on a show that's about drinking. Um, we tried one from Ven, next that, to one from is that Osmosis. Yep, yep. Good memory. Ven Ven Cosmosis or Osmosis, one of those. I think two. it's Cosmosis. Cosmosis. Um, the Triple Berry. Then we tried one from the Wilderness Tuxedo series from Bent Paddle. And then I think there wasn't wasn't there a third as well. Yeah, I oh I can't remember if I liked the Wilderness Tuxedo one. I feel like I, I, I felt like it was good, but there wasn't a whole lot going on with it. it was, I agree. Yeah, I think we both liked the the Ven one. More. Yeah. I, there was a five berry one, not to cut you off, sorry, but there was a yeah. five berry boozy one. We Wait, had that in, um, that was our one with Ryan. Yeah, in the crawler crate. In the crawler crate, they that put the Cosmosis Five Alive, which yeah. was a, that was a citrus one. That was like tangerine. Mm-hmm. That might have been where the the famous grapefruit thing came from, because I think that one had grapefruit in it, and you were like, I'm not a grapefruit guy, but this... <laughs> Sour slaps or something like that. I don't know. Dude, remember. I've never had a grapefruit. If you guys ever want to ball out, get Dragon Fandango. That's a sour to end all sours. Who really? Yeah. Um, 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 uh, who is that? Toppling Goliath. Oh, yeah. yeah as, so, as with anything by them, it's like $47 for a two pack. Yep. AKA, it's like $20 for a four it's, pack. Yeah. It's, it's, which is still egregious. They've figured out how to can gold. Um, Essentially. But actually. Had, Quick thing, one last quick thing with the Venn stuff. Ooh. If they don't name one of that series Cosmosis Jones, I'm gonna fucking lose it. Well, I think it's cause they're all like uh, numbers. Well, I know that, but like Cosmosis, Osmosis Jones. You remember the cartoon? Like the no, the, that, that the was... antibody played by Chris Rock. Yeah, of course. And yeah. uh, Bill well, Murray. Yeah, Bill Murray was. What the... was that movie? It was a movie it was about like live action and animated yeah. where they like go inside of someone's body yeah. and there's like a pill dude and I forget what the other dude was. He was a white blood cell. That's what it that was. That was Rick and Morty before Rick and Morty. In a way, yeah. It was yeah, like kind of. kind of adult sci-fi animation, yeah. Yeah, but like still more geared towards kids. Yeah. Um, just with, yeah, a lot of like over-the-head adult humor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think we might be making a little comeback with this one here. Yeah. So we've started shitty, went great, went shitty again, and now we're getting pretty good again. So what it sounds like is everybody is now lactose intolerant. Is this the one that's not lagged? Yep. Yep. Hear me out. Hear me out. All right. I don't have as much gripe with lactose and beer as you do. And I don't know about you. It sounds like you're not huge about it. I'm 50-50. If executed well, it's well. You give me beer number one and beer number three blind, I'm not going to be able to tell you that there was lactose in either of those. 100%. They're too I, light. I could for sure tell lactose in one. I In the cola one? Yeah. Really? Like, it's just that... It's it's almost like a complete lack of carbonation mm-hmm. and just this weird like film almost that I get from it where mm. it's just way too smooth to be anything that's, yeah, brewed without lactose. And, like, maybe it's, I, like, part of me thinks it might be in my head, but I don't think that it is. Yeah. I don't know. I wasn't picking it up. I, and I did not like 
one or three that much, but mm-hmm. uh, I didn't dislike them because they were like milk bombs. Sure. But well, and I, it wasn't like it was super overdone on lactose. I think it just was. There was lactose in it. Yeah. And that that texture. I mean, as I've said before, like my palate is much more carbonation based than I previously thought. You like crispy boys. I like crispy. And lactose is basically the opposite end of that spectrum. Yeah. I don't, I've never had a carbonated, lac, like a high carb lactose beer. Maybe I would like it. Speaking of crispy boys, what did you think of that uh, Italian style pills we had out here today? Ooh. Bang Brewing? We had one Hell from yeah. Bang earlier oh. today. Finally just tracked it down. But Dustin and I last season, we had some from. Uh, the Fugazi from Blackstack. Yeah. And dude, that's crazy because I thought about that. I didn't even mention that to you, but um, both those breweries do a fantastic Italian style Pilsner here in Minnesota. And they're both like within a mile from each other. Yeah. Like, and they both just have it down, man. Like, just talk about crispy boys. What like, was that? Uh, it was like a Japanese Pilsner or something from Modest, right? Yep. You got it. It was. Uh, that was good. The Supra Deluxe was uh, yeah. the Japanese rice lager. Yep. And I think they keep that around or keep that year round now. I think they do. And I think it's also one that they heavily modify. If I remember, I feel like they did it like a coffee version yeah, of Super Deluxe. Yeah, done variations. I've had the coffee one in their tap room before. Yeah. Um, Speaking of variations, have, did you guys get to try the darkness variations this year? No. Oh, they were good. They were tasty. Actually, the brand new restaurant by my house, um, Fire and Nice, mm-hmm. they've got a keg of Surly 2020 Darkness on tap. And I'm like, they've got some stuff on tap i'm like i don't know where you guys got that from but yeah i bet got... they're paying about 400 dollars for that kind of <laughs> i mean but then you think surly can't other than bottling it they can't sell it like their tap room's not open right so like they're only distro and i don't know but yeah, so... I'm, I'm sure they're paying a premium for it but so they're still like totally shut down mm-hmm. like they just they just couldn't afford operations well I, I got a lot of feelings towards it but i think the biggest thing for them is like you know even though like the number is something like 50 percent capacity mm-hmm. or 150 whatever you hit first right well 150 i mean shit surly could fit that into their like it's a quarter of their dead. parking lot yeah. yeah and call it a day yeah they're huge so like to operate that whole building for 150 people i mean you could also have 150 outside so and do you run a full kitchen when you yeah. only have 150 people like then you're looking at massive staff they have to here. downscale for sure yep. and staff and i think for them i'm sure the overhead for that building is just ridiculous yeah that'd be insane i mean like i think they've kind of it's admitted a really beautiful that building it's, oh yeah it is i think they've kind of like expressed that it's mostly like a marketing arm for them you know yeah it's there's... a destination brewery yeah, you know. and I think people forget too that like, you know, not even ten years ago, like Surly Days or no Surly Fest, that was still at their Brooklyn Center location. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. So it's like they were, you know, they were well established already in this scene, had a following before they even moved to Minneapolis. So it's like I I would be willing to bet the production line, like where the juice is made, that's probably all paid off, or like, you know. You, you got to think, because I think that um, they've been around for like 15 years now, probably pretty close to that. Yeah. Um, Actually, I did um, some in a couple different like subreddits 
um, one of them's Minnesota beer, and this was a while ago now, but somebody was showing off um, like a new, or it was actually just I think the brewery subreddit, and they like new, like they always say new um, new tank day is like a thing everybody celebrates, just getting new fermenters in or whatnot, and some guys like some guy posted, is new robotic arm day a thing? And yeah, it was just like one of those like um, auto manufacturing lines, mm. like the robot arm that just moves shit, right? Yeah. And I was like, and you see it, like it's packing up the whole pallet and it moves the whole damn pallet. Oh. I was like, what the hell is that? And then I like zoomed in a little bit and yeah, it was surly. So like they got a fucking robotic arm in there. And I'd love to see that thing work. I bet cool it's pretty cool. I bet it is. Dude, that scares the hell out of me is autonomy in robots. Yeah. Mm -hmm. not to go all lex friedman on you guys or anything but like dude that's like the end of humans right Eh. Eh. where's your control alt delete button for a android nate i don't know where's the android plugged in we'll find out until it gains sentient until it gains sentientness (laughs) sentience i do think it presents a problem where it's like I don't know if it's the end of humans, but I think it's a, it's a competition for humans that's going to be very hard to compete with because it's not an, uh, uh, I don't know. It, it's not a competition that has like compassion or like the ability to feel, but ultimately it's going to be competition for a job for someone. Like there's going to mm-hmm. be certain jobs where we're never going to see those fields or those trades replaced by, you know, AI in our lifetime. There's going to be a lot of other fields that we literally have seen replaced by AI. Like, there wasn't a such thing as a self-checkout, like, oh. at a at a Walmart as a kid, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't a thing. Like, but now it's like, that's... It's my go-to. I was, it's my go-to, too, and there's 10 in every store, and that's, you know... I was, gonna, I was at Cub Foods um, a couple days ago, and <laughs> there was a line for the self-checkout, and I waited a third of the time in a line for like a cashier. Cause like I saw the line for the self checkout, you know, they got four registers right there. And I was like, yeah, but this guy's only got like three things. Why are you guys waiting in there? Like, I don't know. And I get like, you know, maybe the socially distanced part was something, but I, I don't think that that was really the case. Yeah. I think people, I don't know. There's something about just having to stand there while they scan all your items. Yeah. One like, in every five a... people has to get assistance, you know? Yep. I don't know. But either way, yeah, kind of weird. And you're right. I think a lot of things will get replaced by robots. And that's why I hate that argument about, like, if we, you know, keep raising minimum wage, like, people are going to lose their jobs because companies will find cheaper ways to do it. I'm like... If there is a cheaper way to do it, the company's going to do it. Like, yeah. it doesn't, you, like, you, <laughs> every time the minimum wage argument comes up, all of a sudden you got a bunch of people caring about McDonald's profit margins. And it baffles me because I already, there's already McDonald's with, like, the little t- tablet um, screen where you just pick your own shit. Mm-hmm. And then it gets sent to the kitchen, and then you walk up to the counter anyway to pick up your stuff. Yeah. And it's like, it's not flushed out yet. But they're clearly already doing it. Mm-hmm. So, like, what's the difference? Like, they don't... Like, don't think for a second they're not working on it. So, I don't know. It's... 
is ridiculous. Do you remember that South Park episode? They dicker games. <laughs> exactly, but it's gonna be fucking robots. So yeah. stupid because like we made that issue. Mm-hmm. But I mean, is it? It's one of those things. Like, is it an issue? Well, people are just have to like people are gonna have to pivot in what their career field is. Is what it what it's gonna be. Well, exactly, and I mean, it's not like for that phase. If it rolls out super quick, yeah, that's gonna create a pretty large problem. Yeah. But like, if things roll out slower, as long as we can kind of change what we're doing on our back end here or on the front end, like kind of refocusing what we learn as kids, we can probably adapt to that. Yeah. Because even if you've got, you know, 20 different, yeah, I mean, for every piece of technology, you need somebody that knows how that all works. Yeah. I think the issue is it's going to create a lot of, like AI creates a lot of skilled jobs. Mm-hmm. But it takes away a lot of unskilled labor. And I think that's mm-hmm. like the big root of the problem where it's like, yeah, you know, my dad was born in like the 50s. And, you know, when he was coming up, like going to a tech school for like, you know, robotics off the table, like not even an option. And now it's an option. But I mean, that's not you're not just going to, you know, walk out of high school and, uh, you know, oh, I'm not ready for college. I need a summer job. You're not going to be like building robots for for 3m right out of high school it's it's skilled labor to a certain standpoint you know you got to go to a trade school or something to get that um and i think that's the issue where it's like it's gonna take away a lot of those um those minimum wage type jobs Mm -hmm. you know yeah entry level stuff yeah and i definitely don't doubt that whole thing and i think but like i said and people seem to always place the fault on like the robot part of it Mm -hmm. and i'm like no it's i promise you it's the companies doing this like yeah they know that's cheaper than hiring people yeah Yeah. so they're gonna do that i i wonder how this fits into hospitality the hospitality industry in the long term because if we all know of breweries or i don't even want to say necessarily breweries but just places that serve alcohol like have you guys ever been to um like black stack what's that um that bar below black stack where they have the the golf place. Oh, Can Can Wonderland? Yeah. So yeah. the bar in there, it's one of those where, like, you scan your card and it, you self-pour the tap. But it's, yeah. like... And they have a bar with, like, one or two bartenders on all the time. But, like, it, that that human interaction and, like, the hospitality aspect of it... And unless you have, like, a fully functional Android, like, that gets ripped away. And I don't... Like, I see those places pop up and don't think they do as well as like they kind of lead on yeah like maybe it looks cool maybe exactly it looks cool but i mean we've all been to them i i don't find it very enjoyable at all yeah like i walk up i pour a beer like pour my own beer and then i just go back to the table yeah like there's no yeah that the interaction definitely helps with that yeah even if it's the 40 second interaction that you have with the bartender like I kind of cherish those moments. Exactly. You know? I mean, alcohol is a social thing, right? Yeah. So if we remove that part portion, like even a small portion of it, kind of just feels yeah. less. I mean, us three know better than anybody else. Like we know so much about unnecessary people's lives because we're bartenders, you know. Yeah. And that yeah. it's like if you take that away, then that person's just telling that story to a wall. Exactly. Well, and even like those the the self port like idea, like great idea on paper, but the one time I've ever done it was before, uh, 
um, a concert, and my girlfriend and I, I might have even told you the story, but Sam and I, we were going there uh, to a Michael Kiwanuka show, and we stopped at this taco joint that had self-pour, got the little wristbands and stuff, and we both got different IPAs, and mine poured entirely foam, mm. like, I had an entire glass of foam, and hers poured something very brown, like, definitely a brown ale, or like something dark and mm-hmm. so like we both inevitably had to go up and like be like hey dude like <laughs> you got a wrong keg hooked up and i got a glass of foam like you know mm-hmm. it, we ended up inconveniencing someone because of them implementing yeah. something that's supposed to be more convenient because yeah. there's know? no drip trays under those yeah or if they are like i'm sure it's like the gas station coffee ones where it's yeah. like they overflow real quick yeah know? well and, and that's kind of the other thing that annoys me with those is like if it pours foam, I mean, the way it calculates how much you owe is strictly based on ounces. Wait, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's, yeah, basically time that tap handle is open. That's like, what you're getting charged for. I got the end of a keg or, like, right off the fresh new line. Like, it was, like it's like it's not my bar, you know? I'm not going to stand there and pour a pitcher off till I get a pint of beer when it's going to cost me, like, 25 bucks. Exactly. Like that. But, like, and I mean, I'm sure, like, they can come up with workarounds for that, but it... It seems like a very unnecessary thing. The workaround's like, the human. Well, exactly. <laughs> like, because I don't know why you would spend that much money. Because, like, it can't be cheap. Like, granted, you could really filter in, like, really get numbers very precise. Yeah. Like, you get scales under every keg. You know what ounces are coming out. You know what beers are pouring the most. Like, all of that can be stored. But at the same time, like, it seems unnecessary. Yeah. Like beer all intents and purposes is pretty cheap. Totally. Yeah. So yeah. to spend that level of money to make something like that, it feels more like a gimmick than it does. Well, it takes a lot longer to catch a mistake too. Like we both ordered beers that we knew what they were. Mm-hmm. Um it wasn't like they were foreign to us. Like I think I remember Sam specifically actually like, shorted uh Deschutes Fresh Squeezed. Oh, I love that beer. So do I. It's but a it's red like, beer. It's a what's it? It's a red beer. Like, it looks red when it gets poured, right? Uh, I don't think it does. Like, not like... It's not I like mean, red, it's, red, it's but it's a, a reddish hue. Oh, for sure. It was like... It looked like Tupelo. Oh. Like, it was like... It was like brown ale with, like, white head. And... Mm. I was like, yo. It's wrong. Yeah, this... This this ain't right. Mm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I feel like we got, like... We dove into economics and robotics and... Man, we got sad there for a minute. <laughs> Robots are going to take all of our jobs in the future, but it's going to be okay. What are we thinking of this, guys? I think this might be our last beer of the evening. It's it's a good one. It is good. Um, I don't know, berry, berries is weird because berries just kind of seems like an overarching flavor yeah. to me. Like it's. I feel like I've had this beer a hundred times. Exactly. Um, I think it was well executed. Yeah. And I definitely love the tartness. I wish it was a little bit more tart. I'm gonna be real with you, but I'm yeah. kind of a I'm a tart head. I was gonna say, well, and that lemon lime one really set the stage there. This can art is fantastic. Yeah, dude, they do some trippy shit. It's like the inside of a mouth. You've got an angry tooth holding a saber. It's the inside of a 1980s mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got like, what are these guys? It's like a a, a cyclops, but like a three headed cyclops. Is that a triclops? That's tooth decay. Yes. <laughs> Faces of meth. 
Pretty much. Oliphant Brewing, Triple Berry, and you tart. It'll give you a cavitate. <laughs> cavitate. I'm, I'm going to friggin... <laughs> cavitate. I'm going to go... I'm going to just Google Golden Berry, and we're, I'm going to find some Golden Berries. We're going to have them on next Is week. this guy holding... A, oh, I thought he was holding a saber. He Wait, he is holding a saber. A saber. Yeah. yeah, dude. Dude, that's sick. About ready to slay a little That's a tooth guy. holding a saber. He's like, it's... It's, it's tooth hurty. <laughs> Who has cooler art? These that's guys. That's a little bit to get there, but yeah, it's not even yeah, original. Any, Who has cooler art? These guys or every single year of darkness? Ah, uh, I like them. Um, darkness is cool. It's completely different aesthetics. Well, and darkness is a different. As far as I know, it's a different artist every year. Yeah. So it's, it's, I think it'd be a little unfair to give. But it's always like a metal vibe. Yes. You know? oh, yeah. It's always very hard. Like you get like death metal from it. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, gonna gonna be honest here. Darkness isn't really my favorite. It's fine. Like, it's, yeah. it's fine. Are you a big stout guy, just like in general? Yeah, I don't. I didn't think you were. No. I've been kind of drifting away from a little bit. Like, it's it's fun to have a good stout every once in a while, yeah. but like for the most part, that's why like winter beer is just always kind of like okay. I get so excited about barley wine or like mm-hmm. anything else because it's all barrel aged stouts and porters. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, yep. I know what that's going to taste like. Yeah, I've had that 14 times. <laughs> yep. But it'll get you drunk. It'll get you drunk. And it, I always, they're always very good, like dessert one and doneers, mm-hmm. you know, like, or like with a meal. For sure. Uh, that's the one I appreciate those the most. Like Kentucky Brunch, when Alex brought a bottle of that in. Oof. Who's Kentucky Brunch by? Uh, TG. Oh, okay. And TG. I know. And you just let it warm up just a little bit, and you take a sip of it, and it's just like, you just get that maple syrup blast, which I Mm. love. Like, I'm a huge fan of maple, and oh, it's phenomenal. I think most of the time, I maybe it's just I'm I'm not a big sweets guy. Mm Hmm. I I shouldn't say that. It's an off and on relationship, but like stouts is just kind of like. See, I'm, like, big into pancakes and waffles. Like, those mm. are two of my favorite mm. things. And just dumping way more maple syrup on there than ever needs I'm to be I'm is, bring like, a pastime. Some, I'm going to bring you some very expensive expensive maple syrup. Is is ooh. Don't get me excited. <laughs> I'm going to do it. If you don't come through with this, Nate. Riverbend Nature Center maple syrup. Does it come in a glass bottle? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. I got literally I got Only paid a, I got paid a contract and they gave me essentially a half gallon of maple syrup instead of payment in lieu of payment which I I told them I'd do it for free cuz you know it's a nature center I've spent a lot of my childhood there nice. and they're just like well here's a half gallon of maple syrup I still have some of it Take it's it. hard to go through that much maple syrup it's a lot of syrup That's what uh, I'm saying. I probably just would have dunked my french toast sticks in there glop glop oh yeah Okay, Dusty. Dude, how good does Cinnamon Toast Crunch Stick sound right now? <sighs> yeah. You don't Wait, like you cinnamon? Mean, you just mean French Toast Sticks? But Cinnamon French Toast Sticks, sorry. Fr- oh, dude. I haven't had those in so long. They're the best! Yeah, dude. That takes me back to, like, uh, like middle school. Like, cafeteria. Oh, yeah. And you get, the, like, the little cup of the syrup in there. Yeah. Just... Oh, man. Fine. You know, I think it was, it was after my birthday... Yeah, it was the morning after my birthday. My buddy Dustin, he uh, he brought me over to McDonald's to get some hotcakes. And that was just like the most victorious thing in the world. 
get the butter and then you dump the maple syrup on there and it's like oh yes and then you instantly regret it because you just had mcdonald's breakfast when you're way too hungover but it fills the void at the time oh yeah it's always good in the moment soaks it up oh yeah soaks up that regret dude the mcgriddles at mcdonald's i'm so hungry dude me too i i made the mistake of like pushing lunch today and having a super late lunch so i wasn't hungry for dinner but now the problem is i get done recording and it's like 10 o'clock and i'm just like oh i need something but i see t-bell in my future i think yeah yeah <laughs> you don't seem too bummed about it no no i'm <laughs> quite excited it's a five dollar box of the baja blast is that the move Dude, every time. Okay. Extra Diablo sauce. Extra Diablo sauce. Okay. It's kind of shitty right now because the only $5 box they have is the Nacho Fry box. It's less than ideal. Nacho Fry commercials, very cool. Pretty sweet. But Pretty sweet. I, I haven't heard anything good about them. They're so average. Like, I would way rather have McDonald's fries, but that's because McDonald's fries slap. Why do people need to fuck with the French fry? And, like, I'm a guy that's all about, like, modification. Like, if you can yeah. take something and make it better, like, go for it. But... French fries classic. French fries are classic, and like, there's so many good variants on potatoes. Like, you got steak fries, you got waffle fries, you got shoestring, you got crinkle. It's mm. like, got a fun story about. Well, finish your thing, but I got a fun story about fries. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, only like big acceptable like cheese fries, chili cheese fries, mm-hmm. fine, poutine, fine. But like, as soon as I start seeing stuff like. BK chicken fries. It's stupid. Nacho fries. It's, it's like... a chicken finger. Yeah. Yep, that's yeah. exactly what it is. It's dumb. You know what I will get down on, though? A loaded fry. Like, uh, with, like, sour bacon cream, onion, bacon, sure. all that. The that's works. Just, that's just fries and toppings. I would put that in, like, the yeah. same yeah. category as, like, chili cheese fry or poutine. Hey, I'm I'm back in these things, and I don't even eat beef. Like, I'm and I'm, I'm still about about it. Like, I see the appeal. One hundred percent. But like, nacho fries, dumb. Come on, it's they, dumb. Every They're time soggy. I've had them, exactly. Like I've ne- maybe I'd be interested to like have a very fresh one. But even then, it's just over seasoned French fries. Well, like They're it's bad. already done. It's already perfect. Like you got nachos, and like that's fine. Like you don't need to go past nachos. And if for whatever reason you're feeling crazy, like you can get tachos, which is potatoes. Like. Yep. It's there. It's there. You don't It's you, just it's just on brand for Taco Bell to make is. a nacho fry. Yeah. You know? They used to have uh the, the taco pizzas or Mexican pizzas. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Um they've yeah. Taco pizzas kinda slap if you do I it well. I love taco pizzas. But you don't get it. Just, eh. Yeah. If you can get a taco pizza for like three dollars. Yeah. Alright. People Probably shit on me for good. this. This is a hot take, and only Minnesotans, I think, will understand. Topper slaps. You are wrong. I'm not a topper. And guy. I hate you. You're <laughs> objectively. I don't, I don't are, hate you. You're objectively, objectively wrong. Toppers. Toppers has some great toppings, which makes a good pizza. The way they make their pizzas is subpar. It's it's a not great dough. It's a decent sauce, but not enough of it. I think. And I think it's just, like, a mess of cheese. Yep. Like, I, if I want a super, like, super cheesy Minnesota pizza, I think I'd rather go um, Red Savoy's. Mm. You sacrifice some of, like, you can't get, like, pickles and, like, yeah. fuck, dude, I, I feel you. Like, drunk, like, one in the morning. Mexican pizza, dude? 
Dude. Or like just being like, you know, getting like that weird glint in your eye and you're like, I'm going to throw pickles on this because I can't like. Oh, dude, taco pizzas. That's like, they put pickles on there. Dude, Wait, there's uh, pickles they, on taco? Oh, no, no, no. Hamburger pizza. Hamburger. I'm tripping. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. They put pickles on a taco pizza. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'd get down. Confused. There's someone well, drunk I'd be, in the I'd be down, but that's literally just like, hey, yeah. do you have toppings? We have toppings. Let's put them on a pizza. You know, you guys not liking but, toppers oh. just proves my point that I have a more sophisticated palate. <laughs> Okay, I would like to clarify. There's way worse pizza. Top, st- yep. Topper's sticks are great. Yes. yes. I love Topper's sticks. All of their pizzas can munch my brunch hole. Like, no. Dude, hamburger pizza. It's it's they, All their pizzas are trash. Their <sighs> Topper's sticks are great. You probably like Pizza Hut, huh? I don't like pizza. They put <laughs> refried beans on their taco pizza, and that freaks me out. Refried beans freaky. slap. Yes, uh, they do. On pizza, too Oz, much weight. And it's like the sauce of their pizza yeah. is like a refried bean. Yeah. Okay, you might have lost me on that. Yeah. It's not good. I could have Pe- done with a dollop. Pizza Hut, yeah. Domino's are below toppers. But above toppers, I'm putting like... Papa J's. Uh, Papa J's is probably right above toppers. I'm putting Luce above there. I'm putting like Lola, Black Sheep. I don't like when? Black Sheep. They had an Mesa. artichoke pizza that I just couldn't do. When was really? the last mm. time you guys had Domino's? Because I get I hear a lot of hate from Domino's, and I have nothing but love in my heart for Domino's. Well, I used to work at a Domino's, and I worked there How when they kind of rebranded their whole thing. Okay, yeah. so you were there for the rebrand. I was there, like, th- probably three years ago. Okay. And it was one, like, like uh, the one thing I will say about Domino's is, like, their food service is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not some old Cisco, like, you're getting a Domino's truck that's, like, showing up, like, boom, 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 like, every day, and, like, they're proofing dough, and, like, it's not bad, like, ingredients or anything. I'm just not a huge fan of their garlic oil on everything. Yeah. There's but, a lot. And that's, like, insider secret. I don't I don't work for them anymore, so I don't care. <laughs> Your don't NDA has expired? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Domino's, at least when I worked out, when your pizza comes out of the oven... And that's what's called the uh, the cut table. Mm-hmm. Comes out, you swing it, and um, it's a peel that you use to pull it out of the oven. Okay. And then before you cut it, you put on uh, garlic oil. Mm. And there's like literally a bottle, like a squeeze bottle, like a big jumbo Gatorade bottle, like what you see the players <laughs> on the field. Really? And they take a bottle of garlic oil, just yellow and herb, literally the color yellow, and you do a big bead around the whole crust of it. Mm. and they cut it and it tastes good but like just that dip is just adding just so much unnecessary shit to something that's already fine and it at the end of the day it makes all their stuff taste the same yeah because like they put it on their garlic knots they put it on like their cheesy bread so it's Mm -hmm. like that's why domino's i feel like has such a distinct smell it's literally just garlic oil on everything yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a garlic guy. Like, if a recipe calls for like three cloves of garlic, you bet your ass eight cloves of garlic are going in. <laughs> like that's just how it's gonna yeah. be. So like that doesn't what you described doesn't bother me. Um, but I could see how that might get tiresome for some. Yeah, I've always been a Papa Jay's guy, but mm. in Woodbury where I live now, there's a Domino's a minute away from where I live. So. The five ninety nine takeout deal is just like a go to, and yeah, like Dom- Domino's is 
it's getting better in my life. Have you had say. their chicken taco pizza? I've heard very good things. At Domino's? Yeah. Oh, no. my their God. Chicken taco pizza. Sounds incredible. Yeah, I've heard incredible things. That and their hamburger pizza, apparently. <laughs> yeah. There you go, pal. Also, not outing myself here on anything. I mean, I think the statute of limitations has expired, but something that some people used to do sometimes at Domino's on rough nights if the make line was fucking up and you're getting a bunch of pizzas that were like filled with like bubbles and shit like really like big bubbly crusts mm-hmm. saw a few people that would stick that the nozzle of that garlic oil bottle just right into a crust bubble and just Ooh. literally just hold that bottle like squirt like half a bottle of garlic oil just into like one crust bubble oh god box it up put it on the hot Ooh. and just send that out just troll someone so it's like you got a dank pizza and then you just got one slice that's just shot you pick it up and it's just like just soaked underneath you could wring it out oh yeah, god i saw a few people do that where they're just like, oh. i'm gonna i'm gonna break into a domino's i'm gonna steal this garlic bottle <laughs> i'm just gonna mainline trust me it's nothing you need it will oh i i'm eating domino's sir. radioactive yellow sir i'm eating domino's i i know the health risks <laughs> Is this a, is this a fast food podcast at this point? <laughs> I, I, this it's a drunchy podcast. It's a drunchy the, podcast. Yeah. We have no drunchies. What the fuck, guys? What's going on? Hey man, Dude, we're in... I said order toppers, but no one likes toppers. Tell you Correct. what, we're gonna review this beer and then we're gonna order some toppers. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> um, uh, Nate, I'll give you first round since you selected this one. We'll let you burn uh, first. Did I oh, I did select this one. Um. I think it was a good sour, and yeah, berry flavor to me, just, it's berry. Like, you don't even have to name the berry anymore for the most part. Um, I don't know, i give this like a 3.5. Like, I like it. I like it. The tartness was really nice. Um, Plenty of flavor. Good carb. Yeah, just a nice sour. I wouldn't say it stands out, but it was nice. Um... Do we, oh, did we get a verdict on that Goldenberry again? What about it? On what it was? Oh, no, we did not. We did not, okay. I'll look that up. Um, in the meantime, I'm I'm giving it a 3-2. I didn't like it as much as the Triple Berry yeah. Sours that we had last season. I almost wish there would have been more of some sort of a darker berry. Like, I wish it would have had yeah. some blackberry in there. My yeah. favorite berry. Really? Yeah, love blackberries. You ever use blackberry in smoothies? Oh yeah, dude! Oh. So good. You know why? It's because they're tart. Yeah, they're tart. Are tart. Gives it a great color too. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You guys want to learn some some things about Goldenberry? Why don't you finish your review, and I'll finish out the cast with Goldenberry facts. I think I'm good. What did I say? A three. You said three two. Three two. Yeah. This beer really didn't excite me that much. It, it's good. It's crushable. I like Nate said. I wish it was a little bit higher carbed. The tartness was passable. I liked it. Um, nothing substantial coming from this. This one, it, it could be another summer crusher, though, but not in, like, a, I would get a, I'd get, like, a 12-er of it, crush it, and be in, like, I could find better stuff. Yeah. 2-8. Nice. Yeah. Sure. It, it's, a, it's a straight down, it's a straight shooter. Mm-hmm. What exactly. It is. it is berry and it is sour, and it is you get what you pay for. Yep, and that was exactly it. Yeah. All right. Uh, goldenberry, or known as the Peruvian ground cherry. Okay. Yep. 
Um, mm. So it doesn't... Like, I was picturing, like, a gold raspberry, basically. But, yeah, this is just a yellow cherry. I was thinking, like, a golden nugget from, like, a Zelda game. Uh, you give me shit about little... being a farm boy, but my dad actually picks ground cherries and makes ground cherry wine. So, you didn't I, know what the Peruvian ground cherry was? I don't know about the Peruvian part. I don't know where they're... Uh... They're they're originally from, but I'm guessing that more than likely I've just been drinking goldenberry wine. Is that yep. what they look like? Oh yeah, so Eric's been drinking it, goldenberry wine. Do they, do they have to pull them out of like a little? Yeah, it looks like a little, like a tomatillo almost. Yep, yep. exactly. Okay, same so, type of thing. So those are goldenberries. They're not bad actually. They're kind of cool because they're um they're not pitted. Oh. So it's like you don't find a lot of like those wild berries that are like safe to eat that mm. are like not pitted or like super bitter and these are just kind of like a mild it's almost kind of like a grape okay like same Hmm. like the inside reminds me of a grape almost too like that clear like kind of spongy yeah yeah yeah. like uh pretty much all water fuck what did my roommate gave me Uh, my roommate sam gave me something like a few months ago some crazy fruit crazy fruit i forget what it was called but it was like it was like spiky on the outside and you broke it open and it looked like a grape and you like sucked the fruit oh um no i know what those are like they they're red they've got the spines on them yes busted open and it's essentially a grape inside the name will come to me but yes i know exactly what you're talking about oh man they're fantastic is it grapefruit no it's like a weird like we're gonna get you to grapefruit. I'm gonna bring one in. We're gonna shotgun a grapefruit ball, man. <laughs> I'm just gonna slice it in half. Crack it over chew. my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot of sound effects this episode. A lot of fast oh. food talk. Rambutan. 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 Okay. okay. That sounds like a Power Ranger villain. It might be. I mean, it kind of looks like a Power Ranger villain. We're like one of the Harry Potter's books, like Harry Potter and the Rambutan. <laughs> The Sorcerer's I mean, Rambutan. The Chamber of Rambutan. Chamber. <laughs> I mean, that, that's what a Rambutan looks like. Yep. It, that looks lethal. Yeah, it does. It does. It's like a sea urchin with like a, a, a pickled onion in it. My only thing with Rambutans is it's kind of hard to eat, and yeah. like the payoff isn't great. Like, I, I liked them, but like it was just kind of a lot of work. It's like a kiwi. Yeah, sure. Sure. You know, I've never actually had a kiwi. <sighs> All right. Well... Uh, the next time we have you on, we're just gonna, we're gonna mix beers. We're we're gonna drink your favorite guilty pleasure beer, and we're gonna try a bunch of fruits that you've never had. Nice. Huh. I can get down on that. Maybe bust out a few sets. You know, do a little fitness thing. <laughs> and you can bring your life to our pod. We can, uh, we can fill or we can record the pod from the dojo. Ooh. Summer is coming right now. Eric's choking me out, <laughs> dude. I can't wait. But I give this He's Ramb- the back. But I give this Rambutan three out of five. I honestly cannot wait for the garage setup. That's the first time I've thought about it in a few weeks, and like I am stoked for spring. Is this? I bet it's so cold out there. Oh, dude, it's brutal right now. Like I, I picked the mats up. Like I still got that subfloor down, but yeah, you you ain't rolling out there without breaking something. It's 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 viciously cold. I believe that. It's basically a wooden shed. Yes. Yeah. There's no insulation there. But summer is coming. That's true. Well, except for that fucking groundhog that was like, oh, six more weeks of winter because I saw a stupid shadow. He said that? Yeah. Fuck him. That's what I'm saying. Get a new groundhog. He's only right third, or what is it, 35% of the time. Why do we still do that? I don't know, because it's fucking, it's tradition. It's like just better than the weather, man. And you know, (laughs) correct. Yeah, circumcision's tradition doesn't mean it's right. You know what they say about tradition? (laughs) 
fuck tradition. Bingo. 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 And I also think that's a good way bingo. to end it. Yeah. yeah so, fuck bingo. I'll, I'll see you guys Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I'll see you Sunday. Uh, before we let you get out of here, Dustin, uh, you know, we know you pretty well, but some people listening might not. Uh, where can people find you? Anything you want to plug and give us your favorite guilty pleasure. Yeah. Man. So my OnlyFans is Destelt Nudes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't actually look that up because it's not real. Sounds um, like you're covering now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not um. I have a photography page. If you're interested in looking at some sweet, sweet landscape, landscapes, landscapes, um, of Vietnam. Hopefully, planning a couple trips here in the very near future to go get some more scenes. Uh, follow me at Destelt Photo. Otherwise, follow me just at Destelt D E E S T E L T. Bam. Oh, favorite guilty pleasure beer. Oh God. Hmm. Probably a press. It's gonna be a seltzer. I'm gonna be honest. I've been loving the seltzers. Nothing wrong with the seltzer. Nothing guilty about that. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I think as LaCroix calls it, uh, innocent. It is innocent. 4%, dude, you could smash like 30. Drinkability. 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 And I'm all about drinkability. We haven't done a seltzer episode, have we? I feel like that's gonna be a spring-summer episode, but like, I'd like to do a seltzer episode. I wanna try an imperial seltzer. Ooh. So, vodka soda? Four loco seltzer. Yeah, exactly. Four. Shotgun of four loco. Ooh, that could be fun. Hell yeah. <laughs> Do it all on air. You just hear the terrible noises from a shotgun. Let's get it in the books right here. I don't know if season three of Suds Buzz is going to be a thing, but if it is, let's book a seltzer and fruit episode with Dustin. Ooh, See? Dustin will bring some training tips to the table, and uh, we'll bless y'all with some uh, some crispy fruit drinks, some... Uh, some ripe fruits and some uh, some fitness tips. Can I have a fun rambutan garnish? Yes. Absolutely. Mm. 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 All right. Well, I don't know if we can top that, guys. Uh, <laughs> it's been fun. Thank you for joining us. Uh, tune in next time because next time will be our season two finale. Uh, in the meantime, please drink responsibly and stay warm out there. Alcohol is a 21 plus beverage. <laughs> Cheers. Bye. Bye. Stay real. All I want is like 88 mil that I can flip into at least eight bills. Straight skills, pay bills and taxes. I want to have mad kids and I want all my kids to have mad kids. I want the masses to say my album is a classic and I want all my albums to go platinum. I want to stop rapping and start acting, put out movies uh, and let my kids get into fashion. All I want is the American pop. You know a big fat slice of that American lie. Same dream they sold that made America fly. Into the sky, to the moon, back to Houston, bullshit. I can't sleep, my mind's catching up to me. Dreams keeping me away.
is everything that you got Cause by now everyone knows I ain't had a lot Coming up it was rough, rusty pans and pots So as a young man, I demanded it all Is a house and a car Plus another house just so I can house this broad Plus another car that can go really, really far And a ticket out of space after they land on Mars is this lost in mall? You know a place where all my grandsons can shop and ball. I need a brand new shirt, new watch and shoes for all my brothers and cousins, uncles and nephews. It's a private island for refuge and a studio space with like 16 rooms for all kind of artists that be recording and rehearsing in my own record company to put out the recordings. Uh. Is a gang of more money. I want to house the homeless. I want to beat the hungry. I want to cure diseases. I want to stop brutality. I want to pay for the best education for my family. I can't sleep. My mind's catching up to me. Dreams keeping me away. And not just me, but me and my family all together Go to church more, pick up the Bible, read a verse more Live up to my idol, show them I'm worth more, for sure It's more money than Trump Plus a private jet so I can fly wherever I want Plus enough money to put all my family members in school And pay their rent and stay legit cause I'm cool All I want is to make my own rules That way all the other states can get high too And tell the immigrants ride through whenever they want Global citizenship, bitch all I want is us to stop eating meat Vegetation makes you stronger and the cipher complete All I want is all the best things for all human beings I just want to be G-O-D I see it clearly when I close my eyes I can't sleep, my mind's catching up to me Dreams keeping me away talk about this. Is it interesting? Is it important for the human being to realize that in some sense of the word, whatever it means, he is God or one with God? <laughs> 